This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. So uh, Donald Trump is the winner in New Hampshire. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves, saying this race is over. And of course, that's Nikki Haley. She's not bound out. She goes next to her home state where she was governor two terms, South Carolina. But uh, the numbers don't bode well for her in South Carolina. You would, she wouldn't know. Did you hear her little, the rest of her little speech? She actually, she already won. Oh, okay. Let me play it. Here it is. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Yay. You know, it makes me think of uh, Frank Stallone's uh, only record. Oh, bless. You know, he tours just because of that one record. He's what? in Vegas. You know, that record became a hit. It I wasn't, know. nobody played it. It was called Far From Over. And Ben Scotty was the uh, president of that record company, Scotty Brothers Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all deeply Italian, and he would come yeah. up to and Ben Scotty looked like all the rest of them in the movies. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, that gold Frank Stallone looks that way too. Well, Frank, no, Frankie looks more like his brother. But I mean, Ben Scotty was um, he was he was mob. Mm-hmm. I'll say that too loud. He's got his pinky ring. But on. they all look real Italian. Oh, and he came to the station and never forget it in Atlanta with the record in his hand. He goes, "Ricky boy." He goes, "We're family, right?" Is this Frank you? or the other no, the record guy? Is, no, Frankie didn't go anywhere. No, this was the record president of Scotty Brothers Records, gotcha. Ben Scotty. And Ben Scotty with an eye at the end. Okay. And Ben Scotty would put his arm around you, and go, "We're all, you know," and do the little shoving thing, you know, like like we're like brothers, right? We're brothers here. We got to help out each other. We're family, you know. I got to play this Frankie Stallone record. Uh, I, I was, and like, that's why everybody played it. I was like, yeah. I said, <laughs> I, I, said I, I don't really need to hear it because I know I have to play it. <laughs> It could be he could be burping. Mary had a little lamb. I know I got to do it. Yeah, that's the way to go. You, you, you know we're we're, we're paisans. Uh, you know we got to support each other. We're fam. Never saw him again. Yeah. No, you, you, did you hear about that? Uh, there was a, a DJ over at the next town over, and he didn't play it. And apparently he woke up with his uh, kneecaps just missing. It's a real shame. And a microphone up his ass. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, here's Trump. And she was up, and I said, "Wow, she's doing." Uh like a speech like she won. She didn't win, she lost. And you know, this is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. Um, (laughs) She didn't have that bad a night, come on. Uh, She had a very bad night, bigly bad. I mean, the media was saying that anything that was double digits was bad, so I guess in their estimation that was a bad night because he won by 11 points. It is kind of weird, though. It's kind of 
relatable to where you, if you watch a, an award show and they announce the winner and the person that didn't win gets up to make the acceptance woo, speech? Yeah, woo. <laughs> I lost. Yay. This race is far from over. You tell Frank Stallone that, okay? Mm-hmm. Who's going to VP going to be? Well, uh, Sebastian Gorka, who's a guy who has a talk show, he th- I guess he told him. I just want everybody to know he's chosen his vice president. It is. Do you know who it is? Yes, I do. It's not Vivek. I do too. <gasps> it's nobody that anybody's discussing. It is a superb choice. Has nothing to do with identity politics. He's a patriot. He's a good guy. And also, he would be the first vice president who would really bring something to the table who could be given stuff to do on behalf of the president. I'm not talking about, you know, Dick Cheney, who actually ran things while, you know, his boss was buying a new pair of cowboy boots. I'm talking about a vice president <laughs> who actually implements stuff for the boss. He, um, We've been texting every day, and I want him to announce on my show. So but You're saying it's a he. You can confirm yes. it's a male, not a I, I let that slip earlier, so it is a he. It is Ooh, a he. A he. Now, so, so is he a woman of color? Well, you think you, you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the comments below that video of uh, no. everyone kind of speculating who it could be? Who? Um, there's a couple of guesses. So the majority of the people, it seems, that are commenting think it could be Tucker Carlson. Nah. Elon Musk. No, no, definitely not. And then what's the name of the guy? He's a, a ex-military with the eye patch. Oh, well, I don't like him. Um, I know who you're talking about from Texas. Um, Dan, 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 Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. Dan Crenshaw, yeah. Those I, were the guesses amongst yeah. the comments. No, nah, I don't think it's any of those people. Who do you think it is? Do you have any guesses? I don't know if he's... He, do you I think it's DeSantis? Because no, some people I, said DeSantis dropped out to be Trump's no, white VP. No, not in a million years. Bad chemistry wouldn't work at all. No, I think it's... Uh, what's her name? Uh, the one with the who uh, got the Harvard professor finally fired. Uh, uh, Stephanie... It's a guy, they just said. I don't think he knows. Stephanie's... Uh, Come on, Spinek. I have no idea what you're talking about. The the girl who got the the, the Harvard president, the pen, you the blonde be- girl that was in the courtroom. No, the one from Congress, the Republican in Congress that grilled all the presidents from the three universities. Oh, I don't know her name. Her? What's her name? Come I on. don't know, but I oh, wouldn't pick come her. On. I wouldn't pick Who's her either. She? I don't know. I think she's she's well put together. She did it. Look what she did. She's well put together. Yeah, I mean, not as a woman. I'm talking about as as a politician. She got three. She got two of the presidents from major, 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 the most biggest universities in this country exposed and fired, which is what needed to be done. Was, it, the, was it? Was it? Where fired he said the way he got transferred? Spenex. What, what was her name? Was it where he said? Don't that, look it up. What? Was it where he said uh, they would give them something to? It, they would actually have something to do. Is that what trying nah, to trigger it for you because she got stuff done? Or no, he's referring to the fact that Kamala Harris can't do anything; is incapable. That's what he's referring to. I think. Do you think it's some? Well, he said it has somebody that does has nothing to do with politics. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said it's somebody that has no, nothing to do with identity politics. Oh, identity politics. Yeah, he's not doing the that trans means thing. He's, or, yeah, he's not picking somebody like yeah Kamala because got because he's black or Hispanic mm-hmm. or brown or yellow or whatever. Yeah, that's what she meant. He meant. All right. What's going on around the world as far as what people think? Ooh. Piers, what? Do you think it could be his daughter? Or Don Jr.? No. No. No, no. that wouldn't be too... That wouldn't be... That you don't wouldn't think work. Ivanka could be? No, because then they'll call it nepotism and all... No, it won't work. I no. would have guessed Vivek. That would have been my yeah, top choice. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... I think he doesn't like Vivek as a Vivek. 
is uh, very uh, assertive and probably s- speaks. Vivek, calm down. I can't have you stealing my thunder. Exactly. Right? I'll let you bring coffee to everyone in the situation room. How about that? All right. So Sky News in Australia was going around the world to see what people thought. Of course, Piers Morgan pops up, and this is what he thought about Trump winning. We need to eat the babies. That's not Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's voice got a little higher. Here, here we go. Sinatra was thrown to the wolves in the late 40s, thought his career was over, all done and dusted, and then boom, he comes back from here to eternity, he wins an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, and his career becomes one of the most iconic in the history of American celebrity show business. Donald Trump is on the verge of pulling off a similar comeback, because I think if it's Trump v. Biden, I think right now, looking at all the polling for Biden, looking at the state of him, unable to basically string a sentence together or walk in a straight line without falling over, my money would be on Donald Trump to win. And if he gets back in the White House, it is the greatest comeback in American political history. Except that I got, a, I got news last night, I think it was uh, Megyn Kelly, that actually got some sources that said that Michelle Obama's preparing to announce on between May and June, Biden will drop out and Michelle mm-hmm. Obama will be at the convention at the uh, in August, I think. And you know that's when it's going to hit the fan because you'll have... Everyone that didn't want to vote for Trump, that didn't want to put in their vote for Biden because of who he is, that can vote against Trump, and they probably voted for Obama, and she was like Obama's sweetheart when he was in office. Everyone was like, I love Obama. Yeah, so you and know they don't exactly know anything about what she's actually like and oh. what she thinks, because her husband is the one that would be running the country. So mm-hmm. that's a third, fourth Obama term. Uh, so anyway... 28% still think they're going to vote for, but 28% of people, think about that. You're probably driving next to one of these stupid people. 28% of the people in this country, I don't care what party you're from, because it's the unit party, it doesn't really matter, but 28% of whoever uh, still voting for Biden. How could you possibly vote for this man? Everything he's done, one after another, is something negative for our country. He's letting millions- Just look at the border, is all you need to do. Yeah, on purpose, letting 9 million people, and it's probably up to 10 million by now because every three months it triples. I mean, it goes up another million. But he's going to hang his hat on LGBTQ and abortion. That's all he's going to do. So 28 people say they will vote for Biden, which is just amazing to me. I'd love to talk to them. 72% will not, but Corrine Jean-Pierre Mellencamp Springsteen still defending Biden because she has to because she's dumb. She just does her job to get her check. Douchey takes her on. Corrine, why do you think it is that more and more people polled feel like over time, President Biden is getting less and less mentally sharp. Which poll is this? ABC uh, has President Biden's rating for health since May down five points and for mental sharpness down four points. And the funny thing is right there, you know in her mind she thought, oh I got a hook in his mouth. It's Fox News' poll, isn't it? Or it's some kind of, one of those, oh ABC? Okay, now she has to start thumbing through her book because she has no answers on her own. Or not give an answer at all. You know, I have to say that's a little confusing for me. Because well, you know, coming in in the morning probably is very confusing for you. You know, putting your coat in the door, swiping your card. That must be tough. Must take 20 minutes. Card, swipe. Oh, let's see. Because if you look at what this president has done the last three years. Let's Nothing. see. He's opened the border. He's uh, gotten inflation up to 19%. When we started, we were at 1.5%. Uh, I mean, I can go on forever, but we're running out of time. So let's keep going. 
historical pieces of legislation? Yeah, like the uh, oh, like the American Rescue Plan, $1.7 trillion that nobody seems to know where it went, except I know that politicians know where it went in their freaking pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nothing got built or b- is been brought back, and nothing is better. No, and, and then, of course, the uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, which turned out to be the Inflation in- Increasing, Increasing Act. Act. <laughs> yeah. Right, when it comes to bipartisan infrastructure deal, many presidents before, like your favorite president, had said that you would my favorite president? Why don't you? Why don't we let the American people guess? Wait a minute. So you're you're assuming just, that he loves Trump. You are calling a reporter in your White House briefing room uh, a partisan. Is that mm-hmm. what she just did? Yep. But she has a problem when somebody accuses her. Uh, really. The pot and the kettle and all that uh-huh. stuff. I don't know that saying. I can't ever get it right. You know, <laughs> pot calling the kettle black. Exactly. But had said, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You ask me a question, I'm going to. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. 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 Uh, she's so dumb. You God, actually just... want to attempt to answer something? She's going to say, let me finish until she forms something in her brain. She's so painful. That's what stupid. happens when you hire somebody just based on the color of their skin and what's between their legs. Uh. And you'll, you'll guess who I'm talking about. Who used to say... Infrastructure Week, Infrastructure Week, which was a punchline, became a joke. And now like your president? we are seeing infrastructure decade because of this president. There's the Chips and Science Act, right? There is the Infl- Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, enough is enough. She's just reading the stuff out of the loose leaf now. Uh, what's funny is she's uh, she really didn't defend uh, the accusation that the question. No, she didn't even answer it or deny it. That Biden's way too old and cognitively incapable of being president. But the funny thing is, the very moment she's being asked, just not ten minutes after it happened, Biden was actually doing a little speech somewhere, and Mayorkas, who's bald and short and a big liar, you can see that from a distance, and then next to him is the Department of Education director, uh, Mr. Bassetta. He's sitting next to him, has a lot of hair, big guy, Uh always has a five o'clock shadow, uh, Spanish, obviously. Um, Biden got in the mixed up. I'd also like to thank the gender policy advisor, my gender policy advisor, Jen Klein. Jen, where's Jen sitting? It's a gender policy. There you are, Jen. Thank you. And Secretary Becerra sitting right next to her. Uh, no, that's that's Mayorkas. They do completely different. Yeah. For their leadership in this task force. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, yeah, what's, what is that? Uh, that Spanish fella. No, no, go ahead, Jill. What's your... I, I was just still, I'm still... My brain is still on the Michelle Obama thing. Just speculation. Your honest opinion. This is nothing that's been printed anywhere. And Smoke, you can give yours too. If Michelle Obama announces that she's running, who do you think, just off the top of your head, her VP would be? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly don't see her Do you running. think it's going to be a woman and it's going to be like double woman ballot? I don't know. No, I, I, I could see Gavin Newsom no. coming in at the last no. second and then picking her for no, the VP. No, she's got too big an ego. He would upstage her just because of his looks. Yeah, but she doesn't know what she's doing. I know, I know, but that, that's that's taking and care. But they got Joe Biden that. out there. They tell him what to say. There's not that you have to know what you're doing. True. And she'll go home every night. And the scripts will be ready. Mm-hmm. Barack will be there writing them. Anyway, like hey, Barack, can we get your? I'll play an Xbox now. Leave me alone. Hey, can we go back <laughs> to this for just a second? Listen to what he said. I'd also like to thank the gender policy advisor, Mike. What's a gender policy advisor? And have we had one all That's along? That's what I just asked. I don't know what that is. I'm going to look it up. A, what you is- have a gender policy. B, you need somebody to advise you on it. What, what is that? I don't know, man. Not the end of the world as we know it. This clock is a joke. Let's go throw it all away. I, I looked it up. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. 
A gender policy advisor is someone who promotes and supports gender-sensitive approaches to policy and program work within given missions, office, and teams. That sounds like a big I still don't know what that means. They provide strategic <laughs> advice in planning and policymaking in coordination uh, with task forces through existing gender units or gender focal points. What does that mean? Somebody needs to get in there with a pen and just scratch <laughs> stuff off. Just gender advice, gone. Uh, gender advisory uh, staff, gone. I mean, how many staff members and how much is that costing? Can I get to the doomsday clock? I think it's an equality thing. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Doomsday clock press conference happens every year. Happened yesterday. Uh, it determines the end of the world, how much time you got left. The doomsday clock reads 90 seconds to midnight. Midnight being nuclear, you know, over. Uh, night, you know, like night Prince. Night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, it's 90 seconds away from striking midnight, symbolizing the end of the world. The clock, first set up in 1947, operates as a wake-up call for the world about global threats such as nuclear uh, annihilation. And uh, this is the closest it's been to midnight ever. But, but it was like that last year, too. So, so what does that mean? We're all going to die? But we're all going to die anyway, so it's not like... Does it know. give you like an exact time? Yeah, 90 seconds. So in 90 seconds, we're all going to die. No, in 90 seconds, it's a symbolic. It's 90 I know, but what does that relate to in regular time is what I'm asking. They, didn't know, they don't know what time. So you can't say like May 25th? That's not what it does? Smoke, will you help me out here? Look. <laughs> no, he, I'm, that's a legitimate question. You're like 90 seconds a minute. I'm like, great. What does that mean in no, layman's terms? Symbolic. What it's symbolic. Of? What's it symbolic of? That we're in that much danger of the end of the world coming. When? There's not a date attached okay, to this. What's the purpose of doing it then? I don't know. There must be a good purpose. They've been doing it since 1947. It's to it's to broadcast danger to the people who will follow We're the doomsday. We're already in danger. Well, how much more danger could we possibly be in? We got eight billion terrorists coming over the border. You're beating smokestack today. You know, at the irritation scale is <laughs> going sorry. up. The doomsday irritation scale. Because I scale. asked you a question, you didn't have the no, answer. No, but you That's asked irritating. me what time. Let me see. It's going to be uh, 9.18 this morning. I don't need a, t- a time on the clock, but I mean, you have a date? I thought that's what the doomsday clock gives you a day no, usually. No, that's not what a doomsday... No, it just means that uh, things have gotten to a boiling point, and if something were to happen, it's, our odds are better. It's, it's an, more of an there odds you go. clock, it's, it's not an necessarily odds clock, a yeah. when clock. Okay. Any yeah. other questions? No, you may continue. You're gonna die in the All of you! You are gonna die! Those two guys that were going 199 uh, miles per hour in Orange County, remember they got arrested? They made national news. Yeah, they did. So wow. Con- congratulations to it. And you know what? You know how old they are? Uh, yeah, one's uh, 20 and the other is... 19. 19. Wow! Not even you know, drink. you know, this is a gift. This isn't like they're they are going to get in trouble. Sure, there'll be a court case, and there'll be some community service yeah, with they have it. Five thousand dollar bond. That's it. Yeah, they'll go to the nursing home and clean some bedpans for a few weeks, and that's about it. And but now, now I'm sure they've gone from 14 friends on Facebook and Instagram to like mm-hmm. over 100,000, and then the likes. Forget it. Do you think their mother's going to whoop their ass? No, she'll probably be like, "One, well, do it again. Look at the money I'm getting." Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this sort of gives you confidence in flying. I don't know if you heard earlier this week that a passenger spotted uh, five screws missing missing on a wing of an airplane. It was a Virgin oh. Airlines. I feel like this is happening way too often. Yeah, why are all the planes just being slapped together? Yeah, there was uh, five bolts just missing altogether. He took a picture of it. He told the captain. The captain turned the plane around. The crews came out to check it out. An engineer said, well, the plane's safe to fly, fly but we're going to expect it anyway. And they, uh, they said it wasn't a safety issue. Yeah, it makes you comfortable, doesn't right. it? Right. And you yesterday, know. a Delta flight out of Atlanta... 
on takeoff roll, luckily not down the runway too far that they couldn't stop, lost his front wheel. Tower, the 7.5 on the runway just lost a nose tire. <clears throat> lost the tire in the front. Delta 7.8, thanks for that. Delta 9.8 uh, Tower, sounds like we've got a problem. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. Jeez. I can't even get the door card off of my car to fix my back window. Meanwhile, you got planes that are just coming apart on the runway. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like we'll try to taxi clear if we could. Mm-hmm. Delta 9.8 Roger, um, if you'd like, start your taxi down the runway and just let me know. Roger that. He's Delta awfully chill. This is the aircraft looking at you. you. One of your nose tires just came off. It just rolled off the runway uh, behind you. What? No Let way. me look at the rearview mirror. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. It almost it hit did, that. Did. Oh, it almost hit that food truck. The tower's almost off the ground. I almost didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, they are calm. They're supposed to be calm. You know, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, November 6th, 5, 7. My hair is on fire. <laughs> Uh, do you have fire extinguisher you can put on your face? Uh, this is the tower. Permission to use uh, any sort of extinguishing material you need to to put the fire on your head out. Please advise when your hair is put out. Yeah. Roger, Doe 1783. We'll be getting somebody out there. And Doe 982, we do have an officer vehicle on our way out there to you to uh, take a look at it and assess the situation in the meantime. Roger that. Uh, we're we're talking a company right now trying to get a tug out here. Tug us in. <laughs> So the tire rolls off. It wasn't just a tire. It was a whole wheel. Luckily, there's two on the front. Those things are big, too. It's not like, oh, yeah. you know, you fit that in the trunk. It's almost <laughs> as tall as you are. It's it's a six, seven-foot tire. Jeez. Yeah, how about that, huh? Going flying today? <laughs> no. All right, and finally, um, Biden robocalls are being made, were being made into New Hampshire, t- telling stupid people. I mean, this is amazing. Didn't they find, it was like an AI, right? Like, yeah. They figured it's a, out. It's an AI fake. And it was calling into New Hampshire to residents, Democrats, and telling them not to vote. Here, you listen to this. This is amazing. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. Uh, save your vote? Like, if you use it, it's expired? It's, it's already you done. Pay- you only get one for the whole year. Is that how yeah. it works? <laughs> That's insane. You know, people will go, I hmm? think we have to save our vote. Stay I put home. it in the fridge. Is it chunky already? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was an AI call. Listen to that. Oh, we need your help to vote for Democrats up and down the ticket. Don't even look at the name. Just pick this caller. Pick this team. Don't even, don't even look at the policies. Don't care who they are. Just pick our team. What's funny is the usual phraseology from the spokespeople. You know how police department gets caught doing something bad? and mm. the, the, or, Internal investigation. Yeah, well, that's what the Democrat Party said. They're mm. doing an internal investigation. Right. They're, yeah, okay. doing it. They're like high-fiving the guy. Good job, man. How do you do that AI stuff? I want to use it on my wife. <laughs> New robocalling technology allows you to have AI President Biden make calls for you, especially those you feel uncomfortable making. Like calling in sick for work. Hey, boss, Jack's got the COVID. By the way, you should pay him a livable wage. Come on, man. Have President Biden dump your boyfriend. She says it's not you, it's her, but she hopes you can still be friends. God love you. He'll even call your mother. (laughs) Hey, mom, your son can't make it to dinner. By the way, I'd like to smell your hair. It's the AI President Biden robocall. It's no joke, man. I'd like to talk to you about your extended vehicle warranty. 
It's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. We'll take a one-minute break and then come back for the debate. Get your fix at 1059sunnyfm.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Spokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. Crazy Talk brought to you by All Electric Services. So here's an enigma. Riddle me this. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration has a new cancer treatment that might increase your risk of cancer. <laughs> what? Not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but what? Wh- why? Well, how? So there's a... They put a warning on it. I mean... It's not like you go buy it at Walgreens and you're like, here's my cancer treatment, so I don't understand that. But the FDA decided to update labels after reports of a rare blood cancer in patients who had previously gotten CART therapy. Um, Now, there's a spokesperson for the FDA. I'm sure you can totally trust her. (laughs) She says they've received 25 reports of blood cancers in those kind of patients. However, a spokesperson says they've not found sufficient evidence Sufficient evidence to me means there's not enough, but there's still some. Some, yeah. It's like, it happens, but not enough for us to report on it. So that's where I get a little nervous. But uh, to support the link between cancer and this specific treatment. You know, our medical paradigm has got to shift because everything we do, everything we do, medically speaking, gives you another illness. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's Everything. Like, yeah, you can take this and live, or you, and then that'll give you cancer, and then you'll die from that. I mean, it's like... Well, really? look at chemo in general is, it'll kill your cancer if it doesn't kill you first. Yeah, it's just, I know... There's got to be a better way. There's got to. You know, our life expectancy in this country is going downhill. Oh, I thought quick. it was going oh, yeah. up. I thought they no. said it was 120 now. No. What? Remember we did that what? weird story and you were like, I'm going to drive into a wall at 100 if I'm expected to live No, to be that was that guy from California lives in Silicon Valley. He's worth a bazillion dollars and he's, his young son is 17 and he's trying to stay 17 and he's uh, eating oh, all this. Yeah, that guy. Do you know the guy I'm talking yeah, about? He's very yeah, pale yeah. looking. Does he's like go- injected his son's blood into yeah, his bloodstream really? or something. Every day he injects his yeah. son's blood. He, he doesn't go out in the sun and if he does, he wears like 90 SPF 2000, you know, and he's, and he's all 
pale and weird and rich. Yeah. It's, it's, it's something creepy. Like, you know he's got a, a glass tube somewhere in his house in a basement that's got, like, another body in it, probably clones of himself. You know, he's probably I know. got all kinds of cultures and Petri dishes of his own stuff. I know people, well, I don't know them personally, but I see people like that out all the time. Not the Petri dish thing, but the cover-up thing. I'll go to my <laughs> pool, and they will have on the long-sleeve cover-up thing. And granted, they could have had skin cancer, and they're covering up, but they had the long-sleeve they have the like board shorts on. Then they're whatever skin is exposed is slathered in white. They don't even rub right. it in. It's slathered in the white. Then they have the sunglasses. Then they have the big hat with the back flap. I'm like, why be outside? Yeah, just, just go home. home. Yeah, just go home and stay in your living room. It looks like it's too much for you. Yeah, and some doctors push that kind. Of, some dermatologists push that, you know. But I, what I did is I figured, okay. If I catch it in the early stages, which hasn't happened I mean, yet. I know skin cancer is a real thing. Very dangerous. Melanoma kills, I think it's number one, but two you gotta killer. you got to go to the dermatologist and get it checked like So I do. go every, like, almost three months, but at the same time, when I go out, I do put some SPF on, but I don't do that. Right. I'm not going to do that. So if I'm going to drop dead, I'm going to drop dead. But I'm going to prevent it a little bit, try to. Right. But I'm not going to ruin my life as I go along just yeah. to make... And get another month out of it. And by I'll the make way, an effort, just not an uncomfortable one. Right? <laughs> Have you ever tried the glycerin sunscreen? Because that's no, what the glycerin. Uh, you glycerin. Can you blow up? So it's no. It's that's like this. Um, it's uh. It's so. I tried the. They're like, oh, this is the safe one. Because remember, we'll read yeah. all kinds of stuff that say, well, this is the chemical and this is bad for you and everything's bad for you. It doesn't explode. No, it's not that kind. It's not oh. natural. But it's, it's the greasiest, weirdest, but it doesn't rub in. You can rub it back and forth all you want, and nothing happens. Now, is it, it's glycerin, right? It's gl- like a it's like a glycerin-based... So, when you're rubbing your hands together, if you rub them hard enough, will it blow up? I'm not a chemist. Will, I don't know. If you keep going. No, because I got a good blow-up sound effect. In case you have a story okay. that in, involves something exploding... Well, wait. Before you do it, though, what? is... Remember, we did. I don't want to say the wrong company in case it's not them, but I, I believe it's ban- Banana Boat. If it's not, I'm sorry, Banana Boat. But it was somebody spontaneously combusted into flames when oh, they had it on them. Great. Okay, I get and to play. Great. Rick says, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. No, I get to play the sound effect. <laughs> What you said before, you can take something. Watch out, watch out. Watch out. Okay. To solve something, but you're going to get five other things. So it's like you either wear the SPF and the chemical seeps into your body and you spontaneously combust into flames, or you get skin cancer. Or you get cancer from the chemicals that are preventing skin cancer. It's never ending. That's what I'm saying. We have to switch everything. I'm My not- grandma Rose used to rub oil and vinegar on her skin and lay in the sun. The woman lived till she was 98 years old, okay? That's all I'm saying. Like a cold cut in a deli. <laughs> smelled like a salad. You look like a football, but, you know, I'm glad you're still alive. <laughs> um, football. Not to bring in the, the weirdos, but... Um, We're already here. <laughs> the view we always make fun of. And then you had somebody like Jamie Lee Curtis, and I wouldn't play this, but I watched it and my mouth opened and I sat there and thought, if I have to feel like I'm going crazy, then everyone else has to feel like they're going crazy with me. I need a partner to help me feel like I'm not losing my mind because I feel like I have mad cow's disease after I watched this one clip of this episode. Jamie Lee Curtis was on The View and they asked her what she does with her Oscar that she won for the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Where do you keep it? Because so, we brought hers in once and, and I'll be honest, we were all grabbing it and course. taking pictures. <laughs> well, as if and, we and want it. It, 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 the, 
so I, it lives in my house. Um, it lives, uh, I have degendered it. I have a trans daughter and there is no genitalia on. Oh my goodness. So it lives in my office and I put a googly eye. Yes. Uh, for the homage to everything, everywhere, all at once. And I put a they, them button to just make sure anybody coming in understood. Well, the Oscar is they, them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you gotta. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> oh, God. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Take me to the other dimension now. If come back soon. Only if it's please better. Please come back soon. Let me, let me just look at the Oscar. Is there a bulge? No, there's not. What, what is that? What, <laughs> what was, is what that? was that? Well, she, she was kidding. She was, she was no, being facetious. No, there's a photo no? of it. She really did put... But the she's question, joking. She's just she's no, not... No, she's not joking. She has a trans daughter, and I think it was to make her son, who's transitioned to female, feel comfortable. But my question is... Well, but, so she well, has a boy. Okay. Oscar anyway. It's not like he's got some big thing protruding out. But listen, this is the issue... Not even an issue that I have. The question I have is, she said, I put a they, them sticker on it so anyone coming in, like, how many random people are coming into your house as if it's like a tour? Can I blow the Oscar up? Sure. I feel better now. Valentine's Day is coming up. Do you know what you're buying? Uh, are you just going to give Angie a box of money again? He's going to no, get nothing. an Oscar with genitalia. <laughs> I've, I've made one after it, myself out of Play-Doh. Is that next to the Stanley Cups at Ace Hardware? I can get one. So, <laughs> it says here, people expect, this is, uh, part of me thinks this is reaching, but then part of me thinks this is totally normal. People expect partners to spend $150 on them for Valentine's Day. Now, wait, before you Not comment, purpose, you right? might think, wow, that seems like a lot, but lately... I feel like every time I leave the house, I spend two hundred bucks. Leave that two hundred dollars. Leave that two hundred. So I, that wouldn't surprise me if one hundred and fifty bucks, which which probably wouldn't even be anything that extravagant, if you're like, including honey, dinner. There it is. All, I do it. We do the Valentine's Day all year, the time. Year you round. So this Valentine's Day thing. It's the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. Exactly. You know, only uh, one in five people will actually buy something for themselves on Valentine's Day. I haven't done that. I'm going to do that. Can you I say, do that? If you want to, you can My do whatever you want. It's your that? life. It's not like there's an ordinance. Right. So what do you think? The cops are going to come I in? Know. I tried to flip the whole thing this year. I was like, where are you taking me for Valentine's Day? What special surprise do you have planned for Why me? not? And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, well, you I, do it for I each did other. the fun thing last year. What are, you, what are you doing for me this year? I think we'll do something fun together. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, but before I have to interject this because we always make fun of this before I get to this final story. Um, the Goop Valentine's Day guide came out. Oh, no. Do you want me to tell you what's on it? Where's Gwyneth Paltrow shoving her Oscar? <laughs> Everything seems to be in that category. And I've gone to goop.com for stories like this just to look around. And there's like home goods and there's a bunch of random stuff like a normal shopping website. But there's this, I forget if it's under like health and wellness or beauty and body. I forget what it's under. Y'all gonna die in there. <laughs> Here's some of the weird things. Um, let's see. A bottle of sex oil. Okay. Sex oil? I mean, you can use <laughs> Johnson & Johnson for $4.99, but this one will cost you $55. Is that why sometimes you're in a hotel room and you hear the room next door and they're squeaking? <laughs> <laughs> um, 14 karat gold handcuff wristlets. Is that like 14? I guess it's gold handcuffs. Gold though. handcuffs? Um, for the rich criminal in your life? I can't read that. Can't read that. Can't read that. Um, well, let me see them. Is there pictures? No, but you can come see what they are. Um, a Morse code bracelet. I don't know why you'd want that. It's $15,000. the hell does that mean? 
I gotta look it up. Does Morse it send code. out actual Morse code signals? Because I would expect it to for fifteen grand. And then bring home milk. <laughs> right, a smart fridge that holds wine. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just a wine fridge? It's twelve hundred dollars. Why does that one got to be smart? You're keeping it cold I, because it's online. There's only one thing that needs one job, um, and then a laser starter kit. Which I don't think that people should be doing laser at home. I don't think what do you that's mean a laser thing. starter kit. What like does that a mean? wrinkle zapping laser oh, for your to face. Laser your f- self. Yeah, but I don't. Is that's not something I feel comfortable doing it's on myself. It's probably not lasers. Probably LED lighting therapy. See, I would, it would know. be cool if it was like a different kind of laser starter kit, like, you know, blast your, your you know, neighbor's trees with this cool laser starter right. kit. I don't right. think anybody wants you to be in possession of that. That would yeah. just be dangerous for yeah, all of I your neighbors. Right, yeah. um, there's a new Jurassic Park movie in the works. Oh, no. Oh, Another one? Come mm-hmm. on, man. You're ruining a good thing. Uh, 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 Hollywood uh, executives find a way. <laughs> So they're going to have, this would be seven in the franchise. But if, seven? Yeah, if you remember Chris Pratt, he was being interviewed when they were promoting the very last one. And he said, this is the last of the franchise. There's no more. So I don't know if they're going to try to do like a spinoff time. or anything. But it says here, none of the original characters, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, Sam Neill, none of them are going to be in it. And well, you know I don't want to watch it unless Jeff Goldblum's in it. Of course. You know that, uh, you want to hear something funny? Uh, back in 2014, I did a bit because I predicted that there would be all these, because uh, I think number two came out mm-hmm. and I was making fun of the fact that there was a second Jurassic Park. Okay. I hope this is it. I don't know for sure, but this this is from 2014. Coming soon. The adventure you've been waiting for. Nah, that's not it, man. Where's mine? Do you have mine? Uh... Okay, we gotta come, we got to find it later, but... Okay. It's it's uh, we went through the whole, you know, span of Jurassic Park sequels. You don't have it. Uh, maybe here. Let me check the oh. other. All right. Okay. Machines. Well, we're. I just uh, don't know why they're doing uh, so many of them. Like this is what money seven. This would be seven. Yeah. While we're waiting, enjoy the soundtrack, shall we? Doctor this is the best part of Jurassic Park one. Yeah. When they see the big. Oh God! I I love. Brachiosaurus. I love this movie. Let's add some explosions. He blown up the dinosaur for? <laughs> dinosaur didn't do nothing to you. Did you find it yet? Are we not going to get it? Uh, here, hang on, hang on, ah. hang on, hang on. What are you hanging on for? I'm not sure. We have a million Jurassic. All right, I'm it. bored. Play the thing. <laughs> All right, fine. Coming to theaters, a movie unlike any you've ever seen before. It's Jurassic Park Seven. <laughs> from the dinosaur! You've never seen anything like this on the big screen. Ah, keep running from the dinosaur! Witness the action. I can't believe we're still running from a dinosaur! This is crazy! Plus, a twist ending that you never saw coming. Woo, we finally outran the dinosaur! We should never have brought dinosaurs back to life! Yeah, I guess we learned a valuable... Ah, another dinosaur, run! It's Jurassic Park 7 coming to theaters. I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. Are you ready for some stupid news? It's stupid. Yeah. But we like it. Here's Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. All right, this is, speaking of, this is weird. This is really strange. Teenagers in trouble after allegedly, ready for this, taping fish to ATMs in Provo, Utah. Hey, guys, what are you going to do tonight, man? Paper fish, dead fish, real fish, blue fish. Uh, One fish, two fish. It says here the 17-year-old taped fish. That's all it says? There's no qualifier here to ATMs. Why? And why? 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 Why would they do this? And it wasn't just fish. He picked other objects as well. The fishy displays were shared on Instagram. 
It's unclear if the account creator did all the fish taping himself or was, you know, content from... They don't know. The bio of the account reads, live, laugh, tape fish to ATMs. Oh, it's an actual live fish that you would buy, like a whole fish that you would buy at the grocery store. It's trout. It is. I'm looking at it. Why? Now, the police, uh, you, you think there's some crime at some point that police go... I don't know what to charge him with. We don't have a something yeah. against taping fish. Is that a crime? Yeah, apparently it's uh, damaging private property. How? You're taping you fish. Just untape it. It's not that. It, which which is the damaging glue. part? The tape or the okay. fish? It's got two charges of damaging property. I don't know. Cost of cleanup. Oh, I know why he did it. Uh, the ATMs were broken. What do you mean they were by the fish? No, the ATMs were broken, so he taped the. Uh, oh, the fish to him to make somebody fix them. You got to service your ATMs, um, otherwise I'm going to keep taping fish to all of your other ATMs, and you'll have no choice to come out and Ooh. fix them. This might be a way to get your things done. Yeah, start taping start fish. You know, fish. like if your car breaks down and you just bought the car and you take it back to the dealer and they give you a hard time and they won't give you a loan, to tape a fish to the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, can we tape one to Joe Biden's head? Oh God, we can try. Oh boy. My cow's got too much gas, gas, gas. Yeah, uh, the second. Uh, God, what is, what is going on here, man? So at Davos, they even brought this up. This is part of trying to take over farms. I don't believe they really, they really believe this is a problem. But yeah, climate change is being blamed on the number two cause: cow burps and farts. Yeah, well, that's yeah, been going right. on for a while. They've been saying that. So now, it's not like cows are a brand new animal, and we're just now like, oh no, right. what do we do? So dairy cows in the University of Minnesota are being studied, and they have a thing called, it's a box. It's a metal box, and then they put some seaweed in there, because apparently cows like this special type of feed, and the cows will stick their head in this box. Mm-hmm. And do you have the uh, boring guy explaining it? Yeah, I'll get it for you, no problem. Uh, you, it's the oh. one I wrote on the thing. Okay. Sleepy guy. We already have the, yeah. Here we go. Dairy cows at the University of Minnesota Research Center in Morris wait patiently as a worker mixes their feed ration of corn silage and hay. Oh my God. I want you to These think. These cows can also stop for some cow candy dispensed at a small metal box mounted on a trailer in the corner of the outdoor feedlot. Now, isn't he a younger version of Bob Ross? Oh, no, but I no. like Bob Ross's voice to me is soothing. Yeah, so this is. guy sounds like he's reading me an instruction manual. Insert part A into part B and use the C sprues to connect the two together. (laughs) Very soothing. Let's hear more about cow cow farts. The box is critical to the research of animal science professor Brad Hines. That's kind of the global standard for collection of methane emissions in cows. So the cow sticks his head and they have to get the cow to leave his head in there for four to five minutes so they can measure the burps. Uh, that are coming out of the cow. And then they make him smell his own farts to dissuade him from continuing to fart. <laughs> they have limited cows for this because not all cows stick their heads in the metal box more than five well, minutes. Would so, you? I mean, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But they feed him the pellets each day that makes him burp, and then they measure the methane. and then Wait, they, you're feeding him pellets they, to make him burp? Yeah. Then because they call, you don't want him to burp? No, no, it's to study the burps, and then they call the people, if they can make better feed, so they burp less, but they call the people at the doomsday clock, and the guy goes, yeah, how bad are the, the methane farts and everything and then they move the doomsday clock up because you know the end of the world is coming because of cow farts farts. yeah all right so we had another freak out on an airplane air canada reported a passenger was in a state of crisis at thirty-eight thousand feet he went over to the back door which you can't open while it's that high and tried to open the door it's not possible 
The cabin crew restrained the passenger as part of their flight safety protocols. Cops told the outlet he was met by police at Toronto Pearson International Airport at 3 p.m. And they took the man. They said it wasn't his fault. It wasn't criminally. Um, it said that he had a crisis. Did he blame it on the juice? Do we know what the crisis was? No, we don't know. Oh, bl- mm. But they oh. hauled him off to the crisis center, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean... To the crazy farm? The, the crisis is you were trying to open the door while the plane was in the air, bud. Yeah, but he was also kind of nuts. They uh, duct tape him to a seat? I don't know. It doesn't say that. Zip tie him to the bathroom? Uh, they do duct tape people, though. I know. Yeah, they a friend do. Of mine, Welcome to your Air Canada passenger training module, your mandatory seminar to learn how to behave on an Air Canada flight. Let's get started with a few scenarios. Greg is seated in an exit row and is feeling antsy. He has the sudden urge to open the aircraft door. Should he A, open the aircraft door, causing everybody to get sucked out, B, start <laughs> messing with the handle until it opens on its own, or C, stay seated? If you've answered C, you're correct. Scenario two, Sarah is in her seat and she wants to see what the cockpit looks like. Should she A, barge into the cockpit and start messing with the controls, B, beat up the flight attendant who is standing between her and the cockpit, then burst into the cockpit, or C, sit back and enjoy the flight. If you've answered C, you're right, and you're ready to fly in an Air Canada flight. This has been your Air Canada passenger training module. Happy flying! Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All right, so Trump, no surprise, won New Hampshire. Nikki Haley thinks she won. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Yeah, good luck on that, Nikki. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, this is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody... Take a victory when she had a very bad night. <laughs> it's true. It's weird. Sebastian Gorka is a talk show host. He says he knows who the VP is. I just want everybody to know he's chosen his vice president. It is. Do you know who it is? Yes, I do. It's not Vivek. I, I do too. It's nobody that anybody's discussing. It is a superb choice. Has nothing to do with identity politics. He's a patriot. He's a good guy. And also, he would be the first vice president who would really bring something to the table who could be given stuff to do on behalf of the president. I'm not talking about, you know, Dick Cheney, who actually ran things while, you know, his boss was buying a new pair of cowboy boots. I'm talking about a vice president who actually implements stuff for the boss. You mean uh, one that goes out there and doesn't cackle like a hyena f- at, at nothing? You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God. I think it's God. Alex Jones. She definitely it's is. the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. That's right. I don't know who it is. Alex Jones. Yeah, right. Do you have any guesses? You don't know? Well, I'll tell you the comments below the video were overwhelming for people like Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, and what's his name again? Dan Crenshaw? Elon, Elon Musk, do you want the job? Go 
yourself. Okay. He doesn't want it. He's not into it. Um, all right. Do you remember the kid, the 13 year old, that was going to his high school football game in San Diego, and he he was accused of wearing blackface when it wasn't blackface at all. He went in the game. His friend put some black stuff around his cheeks and on his chin, and he was doing uh, tribal colors or something. I don't even know what it was, but there was like another half a dozen people in the crowd doing the same exact thing. Right, but right, right. He went to the school. The others were parents or just friends oh. watching the football game. So he was accused of wearing blackface. He was suspended temporarily. He was, uh, well, now the parents are suing the school. An eighth grade boy at Maryland's Middle School was suspended after he was accused of wearing blackface at a football game. Now she is the attorney representing the student's family who is suing the principal and superintendent over it. The lawsuit claims the paint you see on J.A.'s face in this picture is, quote, warrior eye black because it is frequently worn by professional athletes he admires. Wow. A couple days later, J.A. was temporarily suspended from school and banned from any San Diego Unified School District sporting event. And parents what? just want him to be allowed to the sporting events, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, it just got more complicated. So after the lawsuit was filed, teacher in the school corners him. He's a 13-year-old. <gasps> His teacher corners him in a corner and says, are your parents making you do this? And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're. Well, you don't have to do this, you know. You don't have to do this at all. And then she says that he's being given the school a bad rap. She's a, she's guilting, uh, putting, what's the word? Um, pressuring, peer pressuring. Pr- pressuring the kid, harassing him in the hallway. That's badgering a witness. The kid? No, it's not. No. The, the kid goes home, tells his parents. They tell the lawyer. The lawyer sends a cease and desist letter to the school uh-huh. and says, "We're going to add more to our civil suit here if you don't stop." Can you? Can They're you so believe calm, this crap? Though. I feel like if someone cornered my kid in the school, yeah, I'd be peeling your face back <laughs> like a sardine can. They're like, "Well, we'll just call our lawyer." I'd be like, mm, "You'd be hearing my tires screech at the driveway." Unreal. Now, speaking of uh, sports. And the unintended consequences thereof. Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if you remember the story we told you yesterday. I know. Uh, these guys went to their friends. They're all buddies. All mm-hmm. four of them are buddies. But three of them, David Harrington, 37, Ricky Johnson, 38, and Clayton McGreeny, 36, had come to this guy's house to party on, you know, after the game. His name is Jordan Willis. He, he rents the house. Uh, January 7th, they watched the football game. They had their good time. They got really drunk. Three of them, apparently, nobody knows exactly what happened. This is the weird part. Because uh, the three friends, I guess, went outside in the back of his house, which is fenced in and everything. Uh, nobody knows how it happened. They all died. Did they get... We, we speculated yesterday is that they just got drunk and passed out and died in the cold. Is oh, that... Are we man. right on any of that Could or no? be, but let's check with Fox 4 in Kansas City. Yeah, Lauren, within the last few hours, Jordan Willis, the man who lives inside of this home, his lawyer tells Fox 4 that there was a fifth person at this house and that his client went to sleep. And this fifth person that we're just learning about, we're bringing this to you first, he was hanging out with the three victims while Willis was asleep. Just the thought of him dying and then sitting outside for two days in the cold, it's extremely devastating. The whole family's messed up. They died and then froze. They didn't freeze to death. That was uh, the brother of the first one, David Harry. He's saying they third. did not freeze to death. No, but so there's Ooh. foul play. Here's what I, they're saying there's a fifth per- I think the guy who owns the house, Jordan, did fall asleep. He didn't leave the house for two days, by the way. He was asleep for two days. Who, who's asleep for two days, may yeah. I ask? Smoke? I mean, if you're sick. Yeah. He wasn't sick. 
but he was asleep for two days. That, see, that's already my ears go up. Like, mm, really? Asleep for two days. The sister of one of the dead guys comes over, and, or the mother, and bangs on the door and screams out loud, what did you do with my blah, 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 oh. screaming, and uh, he, he didn't wake up. up. No, he didn't wake up. So then he woke up finally after two days, and on the third day when he discovered all this, he says to the police, well, uh, I haven't left the house, because if he had left the house, he would have noticed that all his friend's car, all three we're vehicles, still there. were still there. Uh-huh. So they're dead in the backyard. He was asleep, according to him. And uh, there's a fifth person in the house. That's the one. If that's true, something went on with some poisoning or drugs or something. I'm thinking like some bad drugs. Toxicology report yet? No, not yet. That's too soon. Um, When he would have people over his house, sometimes, um, as people do, they get tired. There are people who are very close to you. um, And then you feel comfortable going going to bed and allowing them to leave whenever they want to leave. Yeah, but they never left. So that's the lawyer for, uh, Mm. for Jordan. Now, you know, here's... Here's the thing. This has nothing to do with the story, but I see these stories, and then I go, they put the lawyer on, and, and when you see one of these long-haired, greasy, disheveled lawyer guys, oh. doesn't it behoove you to kind of like clean yourself up if you're a lawyer to get more business? I mean, because you would I'm, think. I wouldn't hire this guy, but apparently he couldn't afford anybody else. This guy looked like he just um, crawled out from under a bus. Greasy. Dude. And with a suit on. That's what's offset. Yeah. Off-putting. Anyway, so we'll, we'll know more on that soon. Mm. In Wisconsin... These people actually exist. The, the, the self-importance I know. of this person, the egomaniacal attitude about killing babies is, is incredible. This medical college of Wisconsin has a student expressing her concern. Now, first of all, you've got to understand, abortion across the world in Europe. We always used to look at Europe and go, they're so progressive. We want to be that. That's we're going to model ourselves. Yeah, we want to be like Sweden. Well, guess what? In all those countries... Most of those countries, it's 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. You decide to get an abortion, do it within 15 weeks. Isn't that what it is in Florida? 15 or is it 12? Uh, no, here it's, I believe it's six. Oh, okay. And Medical College in Wisconsin is uh, having a little hearing about this because they Wisconsin wants to bring it down to 14 weeks. That's the proposal. Okay, I don't think that's out of line with the rest of the world, and uh, never mind what I personally think it's of it. Past first trimester, yeah, so that I'm, I have a problem with it after 21 days, but that's me. I'm not going to impose my beliefs on you, but hey, you know we all literally get judged somewhere along the line, right? But and you have to live with that, but that's your thing. Uh, 14 weeks, I think, is reasonable. I don't think it's unreasonable for anybody. It's past first semester, like I said, it's two weeks into the second semester. Yeah, the baby isn't viable outside the womb yet, but the baby is alive and breathing, and as we already found out through tons of research, the baby feels pain. And you can feel it moving at that point. But you can kill it. So anyway, uh, she says she's going to move out of Wisconsin. She's an OBGYN student. She's in uh, still in school. And she says, if I can't do abortions up to nine months, I'm leaving. So, you know, here's what she says. Listen to this. Uh, I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy... When or how far along that they are when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. If I can't get abortion training here, if I can't perform abortions in my career, I will not stay in Wisconsin. And a lot of my colleagues who are on the same track agree. Just stop doing that. I can't help it. It's my voice. No, it's not. It's an affectation that annoying teenagers and rich people use to sound like they don't give a sh- Knock it off. You're a total dick, man. There. There you go. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> My question is, and I know that there's a tiny, tiny handful of people that don't realize they're pregnant until nine months. However, if you do find out you're pregnant early, 
why do you need all the way up until full term to decide what you're going to do? Because I believe, and this is my belief, and I will tell you, you don't have to believe what I believe, but I think it's pure evil. I think to kill a baby at nine months, that's a living day. If the baby, it's I don't barbaric. know if some of you old guys remember Monty Python with the woman's washing the dishes mm-hmm. and like Jill said she doesn't know she'd pr- I don't know what the story is it's a, it's a comedy and she's washing the dishes the baby falls out she opens her legs the baby falls out on the floor and then she goes to her husband hmm, can you get that and uh, <laughs> but I mean that baby's viable 27 weeks 30, I mean, 30 weeks it's viable ask any mother that's given birth to a preemie baby yeah I mean uh, it, it's unco- it's murder I'm sorry but there's people out there that feel the need I'm not kidding to kill babies and I'm not being one of these preachy guys with the sign of the fetus all chopped up in the side of the road I'm not that at all it's just common sense if a baby's viable and you want to kill it I'm sorry you made your choice when you opened your legs I said that yesterday and the men you're not off the hook either you're just as responsible you have sex even when you use protection you know that's not 100% right but you take that chance she gets pregnant she has the baby you're both responsible you made your choice don't give me that pro-choice sign but anyway here's the pure evil I'm talking about so basically, like, if they have their baby, they can neglect them for seven days, and if the baby dies, then they can't be held criminally liable. That's a uh, reporter in California asking people on the street, women, about abortion. Do you agree with that? And in California, there's actually was a congresswoman, a woman who proposed that, what you just heard as a so question. So just neglect, you know, if you had any other age of the child, if you have a five-year-old and you neglect it and it dies, well, guess where you're going? Jail. So why is it different with a baby? Yeah. yeah, I always found that interesting. Like when you hear like somebody murders a pregnant person, they they that's like double murder, right? Right. Remember with Lacey Peterson. Yeah. Isn't that something that's interesting, isn't it? Okay, so she goes on. Here's your answer. What do you think? Yeah, I think whatever like helps women and helps them achieve their like dreams and however that needs to like happen is definitely acts to help that is helping all of us. So, so I prefer that most women make their decisions at eight weeks, but if, but I'm also in support of ten months out of the womb. So you think babies should be aborted ten months after they're born? Hey, you can't if, abort a baby that's if born. If the mother wants to, yes. What? No, no, can't abort. A baby that's already born. Well, that's exactly that's what he's saying. That's though. what he just said. Uh, we, he's he like, you so- know that like after it, he's like, yo. But I'm saying then, then you can no longer use the term abort. You have to use the term kill because it's ten well, months. Is- it's a, that's a ten month old baby. It's well, out yeah, of the I mean, womb. Once it's technically separated from your physical biological organism, is not considered a separate thing, and then you. That it's murder. But if you're a drunk driver and you kill a mother and she has a Pregnant. baby in her womb that's eight months, you get charged with that as well, which doesn't make any sense, though. Can I say something? I think that society as a whole has pressured women into feeling like they need to agree with the rights of other women simply because they're female. So I feel like that's where this weird indoctrination brainwashing comes in with these girls going, well, yeah, whatever the woman wants. Just because she's a female and she has a decision does not mean you have to agree with her. Well, this is the dude here. This guy. No, but I'm, I'm talking about in- the girl. Oh, no, I know, I know. But there's a ton of that. Also in support of 10 months out of the womb. So you think babies should be aborted 10 months after they're born? If if the mother wants to, yes. I think them kids. So if, like, you want to get a late-term abortion, like, that's up to you. You know, I've had an abortion, too. And it's it's it was my choice, and I'm happy I had that choice. I've had an abortion myself. Would you guys get an abortion again? Yes, 100. 100 yeah. times. I'd do it multiple times until I feel that I'm ready to parent. Um, that's a choice I'll continue to make. 
We have become the people that we criticize for not having any value of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's who these people are. Not only that, these are sick people who have been indoctrinated by our educational system, which you've been exposed to in the last few weeks as to what they do. I want to be a hussy and screw as many boys as they can. I mean, these are these are completely sick psychos. We need to eat the babies. And this is very well, serious. Please give a response. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, see, going back to what I said about how... The guy said you should be able to abort a baby 10 months out of the womb. It's no longer an abortion then because the legal definition of abortion is the voluntary termination of a pregnancy. There's no longer a pregnancy involved in that anymore. So then you would have to use the term kill instead of abort. Abort doesn't apply there. Correct? No, no, I know what you're trying to say, but to, to me, it's what's the difference? As, as, as long as the, as soon as the baby's viable outside the womb, which is could be, you know, like I said, it could be depending on the baby and the person and, and the development thereof mm-hmm. that you check on when you do a sonogram, you know, as your pregnancy mm-hmm. goes on. Uh, I don't see the difference. Kill is kill. So I know what you're saying, but yeah, no, that's an idiot in California right. who brought up a bill. Uh, of course, nobody voted for it, but it was like, you should be able to, remember that? There was a discussion. If the baby came out and had a deformity, remember that? That was in, uh-huh. Nav- in North Carolina. Baby had a deformity and the mother and the baby and the doctor should sit together and decide whether they should starve the baby to the death, you know, let the baby just go. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's kind of, we have no morality anymore. So, uh. Get ready for this one. I got to put some dark music on for this because this is really, Whoa. we've reached that point now where oh God, what? it doesn't seem that anybody's surprised by how low people will go to have power and money. How low will you go? Newly surfaced, like a limbo stick, yeah. newly surfaced reports have revealed that the former U.S. House panel investigating the 2021 Capitol riot. Do you remember that? This was the House panel that was put together in ABC News uh the guy who was CEO of ABC was tapped on the shoulder. Hey, will you produce this thing? Oh, yeah, I remember. The January 6th committee. Yeah, this was a major production. Well. Oh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter? Yes. That's who it was. You're right. You go back just a little bit to 2021. There was half a dozen files that took up one terabyte on a four terabyte hard drive. Just as Democrats were set to lose the majority in the lower congressional chamber, we had the midterm elections and the House went over to the Republicans. This is when the Democrats were in charge of both the Senate and the House and, of course, the presidency. <clears throat> so, January 1st, right before those new Republicans took over the House, the Democrats revealed they deleted 117 files. Files, documents that were encrypted and contained evidence of nefarious activity Uh by our government on January 6th. Really? Yeah, the digital forensics team is trying to uh, purge these files from the hard drives. Um, This is from the House Oversight Committee. The Democrat-led January 6th Select Committee obviously took great strides to shield certain information from not just us in the House, but from the American people. The question is, what are they trying to hide? Their whole plan was to get to the truth of the matter. They obviously didn't want some of the real truth to come out because they deleted the files. This was just discovered this week. Representative Bernie Thompson, Democrat from uh, Missouri, relayed that the panel had forked over some terabytes of information, but they deleted the one terabyte that we really needed, all the sensitive files about January 6th, which would contain, and this is all speculation, would contain FBI agents, how many were in the crowd. Mm -hmm. We already had Christopher Ray of the FBI said there were 200 associates, quote unquote, in the crowd January 6th. There is confirmation Mm -hmm. that those buses did pull under the Capitol building with 
Get this. FBI, you remember this whole story? Yeah, yeah, I remember. FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters. So there's there's a big cover-up going on. We'll never get to the bottom of it. You'll be lied to over and over again. And people only watch this, the networks that lie to them. will continue to watch those networks, and nobody will ever know. But there it is. And you can find this. You can actually find this on Google. That's how big the story is. But don't you think, I say this all the time like I'm a kook because I am, don't you think this would make the news today? You'd no. think. No, because they they have one, you always say it all the time. The news is owned, bought and paid for. Why would they have that side of it? All right. Well, speaking of corruption. Pocket man stealing lots of Bitcoin for the Lord. <clears throat> Colorado-based pastor for an online church, an online church, is accused of pocketing $1.3 million through a cryptocurrency fraud scheme, told followers in a video statement that the Lord told him to do it. <laughs> don't ask no questions don't ask how come uh, 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 why come the pastor have to have him a nice house uh, uh, why come a uh, uh, pastor got to have a nice car uh, don't ask I said don't ask I said don't ask no questions just give the money Eli Regalado is the one that said, give me the money. Him and his wife marketed this whole thing together, cryptocurrency, as donations to the Christian communities. And, of course, there was no donations. He raised over $3.2 million of $1.3 million, went right directly into the Regalado's checking account. Wow. Wow, you're real criminals there, real swift there. You put it right in your checking account. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm in charge of the church. The Lord told me to. The Lord opened the account. Thou shalt make a deposit. <laughs> Finally, uh, biggest lie we're being told. Well, we did. I don't know. It's all man. It's, I, the jingle. I remember the jingles of commercials. Like, what's the one for the carpet? One eight hundred. Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred. Empire. Empire. Yeah. Day. Then you got the uh, the drain. Uh, not the Drano. The Rotor Rooter. Wentworth. Rotor Rooter. Down the away your troubles. Down the drain. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mine for me is Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Red Robin. But then you got the Ozempic one, which now is being pounded into our head daily because they're making a fortune on this stuff. Ozempic. Yeah, that... Um, that it's, and the Rizm Kizimab Rizza have gotten a lot. <laughs> the Ozempic thing is crazy, though, because... I don't even know when people started using it as a weight loss drug because it's really meant for diabetes. Well, it was within the past year or two, right? I feel like it was a little before that when people started realizing they could lose weight with it. And then what shocks me is, of course, they made all these side ones like semiglutide and Wagovi and all that sort of stuff that you can get to lose the weight. But it's it's medical weight loss, but it's not meant for weight loss. No. I just told you, I have friends that are on it and the side effects are crazy. No, it's insane, and well, and and it's and it's quick, very unhealthy. That's why you have to have a doctor administer the shots and mm-hmm. keep track. No, of you. you administer your own sh- yeah. oh, you shots, do, you do? but you get blood work done every so you often. Have to get but, blood, yeah. Well, you have to have blood work because um, I was shocked because somebody I know wanted to go get Ozempic, and you have to go through and get blood tests and be approved to take it. Now, this person is not even remotely overweight, and they were approved. And I thought, how are you? How? How? Because money. They want your money, and they want it forever because you got to stay on it forever. Yeah, otherwise you go right back. But read some of the side effects. Yeah, it's nuts. There's more uh, side effects uh, coming uh, forward now. Ozempic burps, foul-smelling burps. Ugh. That's not the most debilitating side effect, but it's worth knowing. Uh, let's see. Bloating, farting. We knew about that one. Uh, Ozempic face. 
It's where you look old and haggard. And Ozempic. Old and haggard? Yeah, your skin is like hanging off your Dude. face and you get like big. Is that just a result of the weight loss or is it just like. Well, your it also face ruins your elasticity your and your muscle tone as well. The oh. quick, the quick, the effects of the quick weight loss doesn't give your body any chance to recover anything. So all of a sudden you go from like you lose 30, 40 pounds, your face just falls off. Mm-hmm. If you do it slowly, it's not as bad and it's not as noticeable. My friend's a trainer, a personal trainer, and she was like, the amount of women that come to me that, that looked great and they were getting muscle tone and they looked super healthy, and I know they're on Ozempic because then the next time I see they look like they're 100 years old. And she's like, oh, okay, you went that route. But it deteriorates your muscle. Loose skin and old balls. Gross. And gastroparesis, which is stomach paralysis, where I didn't know that you told me this. Ozempic mm-hmm. slows down your bowels. Yeah, so everything sits in there for a while. Which can't be healthy. None of this is healthy. This is insane, but they're making so much money. So I got an alternative. Do you? Yeah, I mean, uh, and it's real simple because I've lost 30, 32 pounds as of- That's uh, incredible. 32 pounds. Exercise, is it? No, he no. hasn't exercised at all, have no, you? No, no, I'm exercising, but no, okay. no, but nothing like like I used to. I just walk a mile and a half a day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you but walk that, a mile and a half a day to where? Just around his block, Up probably, block right? Up block and back down, yeah. Oh. Uh, it's amazing. It's very, just makes you feel good. And, it does. I, yeah. Over Christmas break, I did like three to four a day, and I'd come yeah. back and I was like, I can do anything. Yeah. I'd love to meet somebody that like got to go forward in time. They're like, walking is a fun thing for you guys to do. That That's, that's your fun now. We used to have to do that. We didn't have a choice. So anyway, well, that's true. Uh, but there's other ways to do it that don't involve drugs. You ready? Because you have a lot of people when you mention your weight loss on the air that say, how'd you lose all the weight, Rick? Well, you cut out a lot of sugar. Yeah. But there's just one main thing that he did. Here, here it is. It's a new year, and you want to have a new you. Well, check out my new diet system, the Rick Stacy Don't Eat So Much Shit Diet. I stopped eating so much shit myself, too, and turns out I lost 12 pounds. You can do it just like that. And if you purchase the level two Rick Stacy Stop Eating So Much Shit Diet System, I'll actually help you out personally. So, Susie, what are you having there? I'm just having a little lunch. It's not that bad. It's just a cheeseburger with some cheese and Give me fries. And no, I want no, that. No, drop it. But it's tasty. Let go, Susie. Let go of the plate. Let, Let me go eat of the it, plate. Don't make- I'm Get almost that- finished. Here at the Rick Stacy Institute of Stop Eating So Much shit, our research has discovered that people who gain weight eat a lot of shit. I used to eat everything inside. Cheeseburgers, my dog's food. It was terrible. But thanks to the Dick Tracy Institute, I stopped eating so much shit. All the time. So order today and stop eating so much tomorrow. And if you order this program right now, it'll come with my new book, Stop Ordering So Much. Hi, yes, I'm going to order the spaghetti platter with extra Parmesan cheese. Whoa, and wait, 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 some... wait, wait, no, no, no. Give me that. Give me that. Give me the menu. I just want a little no, garlic no, give bread me the menu. Give me the menu. Let go of my shirt sleeve. Thank you. She's going to have the steamed broccoli with the boiled chicken. So order my new program, Stop Eating So Much Today. Not to be confused with my old program, Stop Talking So Much Se habla espanol. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. What a world. Streaming right now on 1059sunnyfm.com. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. It's brought to you by All Electric Services. So this is a first date gone bad. Now, I want you to listen to this because I can't tell if, you know, people do all kinds of stuff for social media these days. So sometimes it gets hard to tell if it's real or if it's staged for social media. So dumbasses like us will talk about it on on the radio. But 
Here's a guy. I guess he's in Miami. I have to paint the picture for you because he's not exactly a looker. They never on the video show the girl, so I have no idea what she looks like. But he's just average Joe. He's not, you know, anything where he's like super good looking and has a big ego. He's listening right now crying. (laughs) So he posts this video after she got upset because it was their first date. And after they had dinner, he said, do you want to split the bill? Why are you splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go half. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should okay, pay for Okay, but you asked me out. I know. But you ordered something you that I did. You asked me out. All right. I'll just take you home and... This is not back in the day where women are the prize anymore. Nowadays, <clears throat> women are not like how they used to be, where they just want to be, you know, stay-at-home moms, cook, clean, take care, take care of the kids. It's rare to find a woman that still wants to just do that. So if that's the woman's job, then... Fine, I'm, I'll pay the bills. You take care of the house stuff. So now you expect me to help with those things and pay for everything. That makes no sense to me. So if I'm on a date with a girl and she's not willing to go half with me on a meal, y'all talking about, oh, appetizer, he's broke, he's broke, he's broke. Are you that broke that you're offended that you have to split this bill? No, you're a Neanderthal, sorry. So, yeah, I want to get your opinion on... No, it's a jerk. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Smoke? <laughs> I'm just saying, first date, I'll offer to pay. You'll offer? Why don't you just pay? I mean, yeah, but... What do you want Would you like me to pay, or... Yeah, why don't you, why don't you just pay? <laughs> what, are you going to put a coupon on the table? Go, look, I can have... You can have something. I'll, I'll pay for a third of your meal. What are you talking about? I mean, it's, it's equality, right? So what are you shoving it down your first date's throat? No, but you girls, if I didn't eat any of your food, why am I paying for it? Oh my God! How do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> is your is your girlfriend listening right now? She tied up in a basement somewhere. She's like, no, I she's never. And she's I'll buy her, her food all the time. But the, she also do you offers leave it to buy a, mine. Do you leave it at the door? What? She offers to buy mine too. It's it's a, it's a give and take. You I'll offer? get her food all the time. Sure. So there's a discussion that goes on. Who pays? No, I usually try to beat her to the punch, and sometimes she's like, "No, you got this, this, and this. I'll get this." And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. I approve." So, what I thought was funniest is that people said, "Well, this is what it's like dating in Miami," because <laughs> I guess that's well. I mean, you get look. I can speak to this because they're my family. These people come. I told you about my. I won't say what relative he is because okay. he could be listening, but. On his wedding night. Yeah, and, but, but this me. is the mentality. You see, to us, this is so foreign. But this is like, in Cuba, this would be like... No big eh, deal. Okay. So, uh, on his wedding night, I think it was his ninth wedding, uh, he uh, went to the ceremony, did everything, the reception and everything, and then all of a sudden, his wife didn't... He's gone. Gone. Came back next morning to the hotel room. She goes, where have you been? It's our wedding night. Oh, uh, you know, he was he, he was with another woman. He was with one of the bridesmaids. Are you kidding At me? another hotel. Yeah. And, and, and Did she, she stay and with she, him? She, yeah, of course. And oh when she God. asked him, he told her to shut up and that was it. This is the, I'm telling you, we think 
our country. Do we think the stuff here is normal? We're the ones that are not normal. The this rest, is insane. The That's insane. In, in the middle. No, but you can't normalize that behavior. Don't try to put that. In other countries, normal. in other countries, like like. I can vouch. I can the vouch Middle for, East. Yes. I can vouch for the country that all my family came from, Cuba. But in the Middle East too, because yeah. they're super macho. They have little dinkies, but they act like women cannot drive and women cannot do this. And get it. that's because you're all threatened. You're all threatened by women, and you have little peepees. Well, I feel like that's the the mentality. Which look, I'm not saying if my husband was a a Forbes billionaire that I would not be at home right now doing laundry and cooking dinner and cleaning the house. I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine being a kept woman. You really? Yes, 100%. Then why I got to pay to take them out to eat then? I mean, I'm paying. That's payment. I I don't know, because that's just what you do. You meet a girl, you take her out to dinner, but you're not paying the girl. You're paying the restaurant. But I'm paying, which makes her a hoe. Why don't I just give her the money I was going to spend on dinner? And that hoe can go grocery shopping. Well, that's a whole different topic, but yeah. (laughs) For me, when I was single and dating, if it's a first date and I know you and you offer to pay, that's fine. If I don't know you and we're meeting for the first time, I don't want to be obligated to you in any way shape or form exactly or beholden to you so i will myself offer to pay no i got i'll pay for me and then if we continue dating down the line that's fine but it usually yeah, though we're strangers least, you can pay for your own food i don't even know you but it's different smoke coming from the guy than it is coming from the girl like i'm saying it's my choice to pay for my half and nine times out of ten the guy will offer and sometimes they would insist and say absolutely not i don't feel right about letting the female pay and it's like okay whatever but if you're smoke, if you ask somebody it's out, it's all about equality till the check comes. I get it. <laughs> but is that the card you pull? Or are you like, hey, we can go to Kobe. I got a two for one, but you have to order or something of greater, no, or lesser no. value. I, I don't tell anybody what, you, what they have you, to order. If, you if you're a them? stranger to me, I would hope you would try to cough up. I'm not going to say anything, but I'll remember that Do, you didn't. But later on, yeah, I'll get your stuff. Do you hand her a menu on the way there in the car of the restaurant and then just You can circle, order from column A. See, circle the items she can order. You can only order these items. They're $9.99 or less. Yeah, the dollar menu only. Now, I've had guys ask me, would you allow me to pay? I would like to pay if it's okay with you. And then I'm like, yeah. Or I'm no, I got ask me. ask you if it's okay. I'm just going to pay it. I'm waiting for you to pull your purse out at least. Really? Well, it's I, I'm judging how you're going to take care of stuff. You can't cover your own meal. What are you doing here? What? He's doing it on purpose. Oh. He's got to be. No, she's packing her crap right now. She's <laughs> listening to radio. You can keep going, the house. I'm taking up, the CDs. I can be out of here right now. Well, I mean, if it's a stranger, like you said, Jill, if you don't know this person, mm-hmm. it's your first time meeting them. Dude, I'm sorry. You can cough up for your own meal. So, All right, So fine. let's move over to this woman on Reddit, because here's another kind of, it's not similar story, but it's just as crazy. Um, she was talking about the, this guy. I, is she married to him? Let me see. Yeah, they've been married for two years, or they were married for two years. You'll find out why. On the night of his bachelor party, the groom-to-be got extremely drunk and said he didn't remember anything. Isn't that a tale as old as time? I didn't remember. She does remember that he was acting weird the day of the wedding, but she passed it off as wedding day jitters. The real story ended up being that he did remember coming home that night and that's when he said his bride-to-be's mother who was staying with them that week came on to him he says he went along with it to the point where he ended up having sex with her in their bed and then he passed out her bachelorette party was the same night and she didn't see him when she got home until like three in the morning which is i guess after the deed had already happened so she texted him and assumed, hey, I guess you're just crashing with a friend. I'll see you tomorrow. Not realizing that he was in her mother's room. Oh, God. 
uh, what do you do? They got married and she found out two years later that... Oh, they... They got married and she didn't find out until two years after? Yeah. <gasps> so she found did, out, did, yeah. um, oh. called her mom, and mom denied everything Who and said that he was him? making it up. I guess because she confronted him, he confessed. So then she goes to mom. Mom, did this happen? She's like, no, he's lying. He's lying. And then the mom said, he got drunk, came into my room, and forced himself on me is what mom's story was. Mm. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, because then she, mom would allow her to marry him after that? Yeah, no, right. right. Not quite. That's a good point, because why yeah. would mom on wedding day be yeah, like, that's no. a beautiful couple? No. He only tried to attack me last night. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I don't buy that. But you know his buddies were definitely asking him. What were they like anyway? <laughs> they look pretty good. Are they real? Are they built for speed or for comfort? What'd you do with them? Motorboat? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat son of a <laughs> You old sailor, you. <laughs> Where is she? She's still in the house? What is wrong with you? So, uh, let's keep the crazy train going. Everyone on board? Toot, toot. Yeah. Peter wants to replace Punxsutawney Phil with a giant coin. I'll get off here. Yeah. <laughs> Peter is pushing to change the holiday. Ultimately, they want to replace the furry forecaster with a gold coin. That way, Phil can live out his golden years in a sanctuary. The animal organization sent a letter to Phil's handlers yesterday, noting that over the years, his predictions are as reliable as a coin toss. They say groundhogs are shy creatures that need space to burrow, explore, and hibernate. They say the spotlight and attention aren't things that Phil needs. PETA sent similar letters calling for Phil's retirement over the years. So far, the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club's president hasn't responded Wait to Wait a minute, I think, I think Elon has something for him. Go yourself. There you go. So basically you, know, you want they- a prediction about the weather, you're asking the wrong Phil. So basically, they want this huge coin that says six more weeks of winter on one side and early spring on the other, so you flip a coin. That's not That's lame, dude. And then the metal, Metalist Protection Group will come out. Well, this is what's funny, is they're claiming that because Punxsutawney Phil is getting older, they want him to go just live out his old life instead of having to like put on a show and be in charge of telling us the seasons. But we do it with our president, so why not a grandpa? <laughs> it's one day a week, I mean, a, a year. Come yeah. on. This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Not like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to hate it. You're hypocrites. All of you. <laughs> so the Oscar nominations came out yesterday. You might Uh-oh. not have heard of any of these movies in true Oscar tradition because the, I haven't. The Iranian Plumber Child. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget the year that like The Pianist and My Left Foot came out. Do you remember those? Oh, and I was like, God. I don't know what any of these are. Um, some of the best pictures that you may have heard of are Barbie, believe it or not, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Best Actor, Bradley Cooper, you've heard of him, but he was in Maestro, um, Paul Giamatti, you know who he is, uh, Cillian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Who? Oh. You'd recognize his face if you saw yeah. him. Uh, Annette Benning and Emma Stone are nominated for Best Support. I'm trying to name people that you would know because I don't know who these uh, some of these other people are. Ingrid Vondolemino for the movie The Card. So what people were having an <laughs> issue with yesterday was, I don't know if you've seen the Barbie movie, but the whole point of the... Stop. The whole point of <laughs> the Barbie movie is that men try to take over everything from women and it's a whole equality thing, right? And women mm. have this certain beholden thing that they're like supposed to be in, right? So what was funny was Barbie was nominated for a best movie uh, 
what's his name? Ryan Gosling was nominated for Best Actor, but Margot Robbie was not nominated for Best Actress. So the big snubs were Margot Robbie and then um, also Leonardo DiCaprio for Aww. Killer of the Flower Moon. He's only already had like six or something. He's and he, Have you noticed all he does is Scorsese movies now? Yeah, he just pals around with Scorsese and De Niro. They yep. just keep doing movies together. That's it. That's it, it yeah. Hmm. De Niro was nominated though, but you know, big snub for uh, Margot Robbie with uh, Oscars. Hey kids, don't pass up the doll that got passed up for an Academy Award. Introducing Oscar Snub Barbie. It doesn't matter which designer gown you dress her up in, because she'll never make it on stage. And Oscar Snub Barbie talks. Just pull the string and she pretends to say nice things about her co-stars who did get nominated. I'm very happy for Ryan Gosling, who was nominated twice. Wow, that's an Oscar-worthy performance right there. Pull it again and she talks about her BFF, Greta Gerwig. What? You think this movie directed itself? Oscar Snub Barbie. Oscar Snub Barbie's Malibu Dream Home with a giant empty spot in the trophy case sold separately. I know. It's crazy, right? <laughs> crazy talk. You stupid idiot, smarty pants, stupid, stupid idiot. Stupid news with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. All right. This guy, this guy over here. Connecticut man is facing several criminal charges. Here is what he did. His name is Mark Ustadit. Are you playing Pirates of the Caribbean music? Yep. Okay. He's 62, and he's charged with risk of injury, second-degree threatening, fourth-degree criminal mischief, breach of peace, and simple trespass on Sunday. He supposedly went over to his neighbor's yard and started yelling at him, cursing at him, picked up a rock at one point, and tried to throw it at one of the neighbors. Arr. The police showed up and said, why are you doing this? He says, because the whole family, they are pirates. Oh. Okay, Grandpa, let's get you to bed. <laughs> and then he claimed, when that didn't work, was that they're trying to dig up and put in a new water pipe. I don't know what that means, I but either. I don't think he did either. Probably drugs, but okay. there you go. He was arrested. He was Thanks. very, very upset. They were trying to install a water line, and they're pirates. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know, man. I, why, 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 does he have a thing? What thing? Well, I mean, is he like I don't know. old or something? He's 62. He's not that old. He's just, it's drugs. Jeez. Speaking of drugs, Louisiana, this guy, Michelle Smith, swore up and down his, her boyfriend, Darren Pittman. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did I get the wrong story? Oh, yeah, no, no, this is a good one. Okay, so so uh, the cops had sus- suspicion that this guy was selling drugs out of his house. So they go to his house in Louisiana. They get there, and his wife, 19-year-old Mashila Smith, says, oh, no, he's not here. Mashila? Mashila. It's a 766-square-foot oh, apartment, so it's really okay. small. It's not a lot of places to hide. So the cops gain entry because they have a warrant, and there's a suspicion that he's selling drugs. Okay. Mashila said he's not here. So they kept going. They heard some noise coming out of the laundry room. Ah, there was Darren Pittman. What was he doing inside the dryer? <laughs> Worse. Well, he was wet. The claustrophobia I feel right now. I couldn't. Oh yeah, I, no way. How do you get in there? For you? What kind no. of flexibility do you have? How I couldn't sm- fit in my dryer. There's no way. No, Dude, the jail cell's bigger. Just go with that, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was his top secret hiding spot. He told the police. <gasps> Pittman was arrested along with a whole bunch of cocaine. Dude, well. <laughs> He's just in the dryer. Shh, don't 
push the start button. Just tell them I'm not here. Oh. Polk County Sheriff's Department in Tampa were following a guy. Uh, he had some stuff blocking his license plate. So they pulled him oh. over for that. When they pulled him over, he said driver's license. The guy handed him his license, but he forgot to clean it off first. No, what was on it? Poop? Well, when the cop got the <laughs> license, no. Ew. Well, that would have been preferable. He wouldn't have gotten in trouble. But uh, when he gave him his license, the cop saw some white powdery substance on it, went back oh, to his no. car, did the test. Okay. It was meth. Oh, Got to damn. take it off those Wipe the meth off your license after you use it to cut it. for you. That's a shame. All right. The uh, manual for Tesla's newly unveiled Cybertruck advises owners to remove bird poop, tree sap, dead insects from the futuristic vehicle in order to prevent damage to its stainless steel body. Isn't that really all cars? Well, they, they this Cybertruck's not painted. It's just the steel. It's not like it's painted to look like it's steel. They don't paint it at all. It's like a DeLorean, except the DeLorean, you could take steel wool to it and get anything out. This car, you can't do that to because it's Ooh. a matte finish, mm. so you scratch oh, it. Oh, so it's got like a... But oh. like but like most uh, stainless steel, if you put something corrosive on it, it stays there forever. Oh, okay. Yeah, so get a little stain how, did there. Did you look up how much this stupid car is? Uh, just under 61000 That's not bad. It's the ugliest damn thing on the road. The cop, cop departments are trying to get it. I don't know It looks know like why. something from like Judge Dredd. Judge Dread, yeah, Robocopy. Yeah, yeah, that's so. why the cops are going after it. Look at it. It looks mean and utilitarian. <laughs> yeah, right? And anyway, uh, wash the poop off it before it stains the stainless steel. Okay. There's only one truck that's rough, rugged, and can take everything that comes at it, including bird poop and insects. And I'm talking about that Tesla Cybertruck. I'm talking about the new Ford F1 bird poop. The only pickup truck that can handle any amount of bird poop you fling at it. Bird poop? Yeah, you heard me. Bird poop and insects. This thing goes from zero to 70 in no time and can handle driving through a torrent of bird poop and a plague of locusts unlike the Cybertruck. That's cool, but my main concern isn't bird poop. Well, it should be. Bird poop is a scourge. It's everywhere. It comes flying at you and the Ford F1 bird poop will see that bird poop and be like, you ain't stopping me, bird poop. Okay, please stop talking about bird poop. Never. Bird poop is the bane of my existence, and this truck ain't got time for... Enough! Suit yourself. The new Ford F1 bird poop. Test drive one through bird poop and bugs today. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. These people are insane. Stream it now. 1059sunnyfm.com. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. That it has. And I'm more proof of it right now. So remember yesterday we talked about this guy that was at the border, just crossed the border, freshly crossed, Middle Eastern guy, tall guy, looked a little sinister. People were saying, ah, he's just a crazy dude. He got across the border and he said a few things to the people that met him on the other side. Here's a rerun of that. Illegal immigrants are now issuing threats when they cross. Listen. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Wow, very easy. The, the entitlement, the entitlement. No, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. I don't know who that idiot is yelling entitlement. He's, he's the person that's filming it. Yeah, yeah, you probably should just film it. Anyway, yeah, so uh, he uh, said, you may not know me now, but you will soon know who I am. That sounds like a threat. It is a threat. When a Middle Eastern migrant breaks into our country and tells us you're going to know who I am pretty soon... That's the reason you leave up the razor wire. Well, we discovered who he is. Mavsum Samadov is a theologian, a doctor, a political figure, and you want to finish my sentence? A A felon. Oh. A what? A felon? No. A circus performer. No. Terrorist. Oh, oh. 
He's a convicted terrorist. Shut Who up. saw that coming? He's the person in the, I don't know. He's the person in the viral border video that's out there everywhere. Uh, initially, no one knew who the guy was, obviously. Uh, many news companies started doing a search, and there was Mavsum Semedov, a mm. terrorist. I honestly don't understand why it's controversial to say we, we need a secure border. You can be very supportive of immigration, but we also need to have a secure border. And I really, I think about immigration is we want to provide the American dream for any uh, migrant. But it seems very difficult when you have 300,000 people showing up. The Democrats can't have a straight-talking senator with common sense. No one will know they're Democrats. Straight-talking, common-sense politicians don't last long. They get chewed up and spit out. Democrats can only tell the truth in secret. So we're worried about Fetterman. If he keeps telling the truth, Biden's going to indict him. Yeah, and we should start listening to people like Fetterman. Um, if this guy is true to what he says, he's already done it. He's a terrorist. He's loose in our country. So are about 10 million other people and about 665,000 getaways that have criminal records that we know nothing about. This is an invasion and it's on purpose and our president should be tried for treason. Jeez. It's in the Constitution. Their only job is to protect our border. They're really, their only main job is to protect the American cities, citizens from invasion. And they're not doing it. As a matter of fact, yesterday we told you the story about how uh, Governor Abbott in Texas put out a bunch of razor wire. Eagle Pass is one of the places to prevent, you know, people from coming in. I even got a hate mail about it. So, uh, oh, that's and right. It was, went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, because they threatened they would sue. And, of course, Texas is suing Biden. So, Biden went to the Supreme Court. And they decided the decision was five to four or something like that. I don't remember exactly what the count was. But uh, the feds are allowed to cut down the razor wire. And, of course, that's because the government, if you look at it just technically, the law is on uh, Biden's side in that mm -hmm. respect because technically the government is in charge of the border. It's it's a federal job to protect the border, except that they're not doing their job. Therefore, what the Supreme Court, you know, whether it's an unintended consequence or not, which I think they're very well aware of, is telling Biden, sure, you can take down the razor wire and continue to allow millions and millions of people to invade our country so you can get votes. Because that's what it's all about, folks. Jeez. So, um, yeah, that happened. That's nuts. Something's going to happen. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And then they'll find a way to blame it on Trump. <laughs> they will. You know they will. It's true. So uh, New Hampshire primary is over. Trump wins, except it didn't sound like Trump won. Now you've all heard the chatter among the political class. They're falling all over themselves saying this race is over. It's not over. No, it's not over. from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Yeah, except they're not going to vote for you. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And you know, this is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. <laughs> so Trump of him. That's so funny. So, yeah, she, she lost. It was in double digits. Uh, let's see. Trump got 54.6% of the vote, and Haley got 43.2. I mean, you know, barely double digits, but double digits nevertheless. Yeah. So, Which is like a big deal, yeah. Yeah, so that's with 89% of the ballots counted. They're done this morning. He won. Biggie. So, South Carolina's next. That's where she was governor twice, so we'll see how they... Uh, 
if they still like her or not. I don't think they do, do they? Well, I don't know. You got the one drunk guy in the back. She's gonna win. All right. Where is our country going? In House. the pooper. In the pooper. Do you have that Archie Bunker? Uh, oh. into the, it, right in the dumper. House Bill 2177 in Washington State. You sent this to me yesterday, and I was beside myself. <sighs> I gotta take a breath. I know. It's a, you gotta sigh when you read these things. Washington State is, isn't that where Seattle is? Don't they have a lot of like problems? Didn't at one point during the COVID crisis, didn't they? Isn't no, that where the summer of love was? Yeah, this was uh, during the George Floyd era. Uh, the summer of love where uh, 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 domestic terrorists took over a large part of the city mm-hmm. by force and had weapons. But they didn't do anything about it. No, it's just summer love. My friend lives in Seattle, and he said you can't even call 911 because you'll get a message that says, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah, they defunded the police. So they have a lot of problems. Walgreens, they closed four of them in Seattle already. People are yelling, racism, our neighborhoods need those Walgreens. What, are they supposed to sit there and not make a profit <laughs> and get killed for it? Come on, man. Anyway, House Bill 2177, because they have to address this too, these sex offenders, they're getting offended by being called sex offenders. Well, don't doodle people against their will and you won't be offended. So they want to change the name of the Sex Offender Policy Board to the Sex Offense Policy Board. You see, what that does, it takes takes away- Takes the responsibility off. And the stigma. So the innocent- have no rights, and the perverts do, is what they're saying in this case. Democrats prioritize a new bill that demands person-first language to address how violent sex offenders are being labeled. The intent is to stop defining a sex offender by his or her crime so they can destigmatize them. Sex offense should not be destigmatized. It's stigmatized for a reason. You gotta understand. Again, this always goes back to this one professor that is cruising around the country. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about it. She's invited by places like Yale and Harvard to speak. Unbelievable. About destigmatizing pedophiles. Thanks so much for that question. Um, I use the term minor attracted person or MAP uh, in the title and throughout the book for multiple reasons. Um, first of all, because I think it's important to use terminology for groups that members of that group want others to use for them. Um, and MAP advocacy groups like Before You Act um, have advocated for use of the term MAP. It gets even better. That's Did you hear her MAP Activity, uh, uh, what is it? Advocacy groups. They they actually go out, there's these groups, it's not just her, and advocate for people who have sex with children against their Because they don't want them to be called pedophiles because they want to normalize it and they want, remember they tried to make it a sexual orientation? Well, there is a, there is a map flag. There's a thing called a pedophilia pride flag. Now, this flag doesn't come as a surprise to me at all because I halfway expected pedophilia to be legalized many years ago because Democrats would stoop so low to be inclusive to everybody. So this right here is the pedo flag. The technical term of this flag is MAP, which stands for Minor Attracted Persons. You know, uh, just bullet between the eyes, bullet between the eyes. I'm not, again, I always say this because I want you to know where I'm not a religious guy. I don't necessarily believe in all the, you know, everything that's you know, in the various religions of the world. Like, for instance, I don't think there's a there's an omnipresent being that's going to come and actually strike evil people down with a bolt of lightning. But in this instance... You wish they would. I wish there was... Yeah, get him! There's another pedophile! Get him! 
Yeah. And you know like what's that. so shocking? All you have to do is point and there you go. You would think, after all the what? division in this country, that that would be the one thing everybody could agree on. Oh, is no. that pedophilia bad? No, Democrats doing a lot to help these pedophiles be normalized. And they want to make sure that the board in Washington is the sex offense board. Hate the crime, not the one committing the crime. Didn't they try to do that recently, or they did, with suicide? It's You didn't commit the suicide, you just died by suicide, so take the responsibility off of the person? Yeah, it's 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 an illness of some sort. I'm not smart enough to figure out what the mechanics of the illness are, but my common sense, which is all I got, tells me something's wrong here. A pride flag. Oh, and then in Politico, one of the leading left-leaning political magazines online. It's a big one. Uh-huh. Had an article right after that came out, had an article this week that says why the far right is obsessed with sex trafficking? Yeah, why they? Why would they be concerned? It's just children. You yeah. effing idiots. You know, Sick. How could anybody bring that up as like a thing? Well, we don't want people that are pedophiles to feel bad about that action. Yeah, you do. It's the whole point, so the they don't do it anymore. The country is going straight into the dumper. There we go. All right, let's lighten things up with a prediction. It's not a prediction. It's, uh, it's well, Jill says it's the truth, and Smoke believes it, too. Um, I'm kind of the one who started this whole thing with baseball, that it's rigged. Yeah. Because in baseball, I think you can actually rig it pretty well. I don't think football's as riggable, but this guy, Joel of the Tigers, says you. it's all rigged. That the Super Bowl is going to be rigged. So this guy on TikTok, terrible source, I know, but follow me here. He noticed an advertisement on his television stating the musical lineup for the halftime show. But this advertisement said that the Super Bowl is going to be the Ravens versus the 49ers. Well, that raised his eyebrow, but he thought maybe it was just a typo. Until he started to notice other dinks, like the logo being purple and red. And a still shot from a Lay's potato chip commercial that's already been filmed where gold and red confetti is coming out of the bag. Let me tell you, winning the Super Bowl is huge morale for a city. When New Orleans won the Super Bowl after Hurricane Katrina, it really helped with the attitude towards the rebuild. Well, what two cities are doing pretty right now? San Francisco, Baltimore, and what city have they been working really hard to sweep the problems under the rug? Yeah, let me tell you folks, the winner of Super Bowl 58 is going to be the San Francisco 49ers, because we're living in the... Truman Show. They're also saying we love wow. Truman Show. They're also saying that the city. You told me this city that wins the Super Bowl. Well, gets usually a, you get a lot of money comes to your city because you won the Super Bowl. But isn't there some special grants or something that it, I don't remember exactly what it was? But they were saying because you know Newsom is in charge of California yeah. and for it's, it's ah. crimes out of control. It's Cal- just too much. And then they said because um, you know he was talking about the logo that was purple and red, mm-hmm. and the same guy that he's talking referring to on, on TikTok would go down all of the logos for the past three years. And I guess the color that's the least represented in the logo is the team that wins. And this year's logo is purple and red. Majority is purple. The red is very mildly represented. So that's where they're saying the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. Now, do you remember last week we talked about the UFC uh, fighter, Sean Strickland? Uh, he's a guy uh, well known. He lost the fight, by the way. But right before the fight, oh yeah, he was great. he was asked by a reporter that had been there ten years ago to ask him about something with transgender and gay guys and all this stuff, and he didn't like Sean Strickland's answer. Strickland is a, is a wrestler, uh, but this guy thought this was a good place to bring it up in the middle of the pre-match conference. Oh. So he came back and he. Uh, I'll play you the tape. This is what happened. 
We've got a pretty supportive gay and lesbian yeah. community in this city. I did want to ask you about something you wrote a couple of years ago. You said, if I had a gay son, I would think I... Oh, look, another... another I'm saying to you, the swamp, you guys. Dude, you're a weak man, dude. You're like, you're part of the problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like, would you... When he sees the bank accounts, like, you're just pathetic. Everything that is wrong with the world is because... <laughs> And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your bullshit. This guy is the enemy. Uh, you want to look at the enemy to our world? It's that right there. Nice job on the <laughs> wow, edit. Yeah, that gave well me anxiety. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Sean Strickland uh, put, it, put him down pretty well right there. Now, the guy came back after the match. You think he would ask about the match? Sean Strickland was favored. He lost. You think he would ask me? He's a sports guy. Do you have the one with Dana White? Or, or? Yeah, okay. this is UFC president Dana White, who you would think you see in most, most cases. Goodell, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he would be like, yeah, we don't condone that sort right. of... No, you know, he's a different breed of dude. No, this is... I like this guy. Dana yeah. White... He got enough money to where he, he doesn't need to kowtow to anybody. He'd be like, all right, fine. Confronted by another guy asking about the same thing again. You obviously give a long leash to your fighters about, you know, what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm... St- like Free speech. Can I control when... what people say? Can I tell people what to believe? Can I tell people... I don't tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them what is your question i was asking that question i'll move on though yeah uh, probably a good idea wow. <laughs> wow. love that guy yes. Both of them. this is great i don't understand this um but more married people are booking travel for one why? Oh, married people? I thought it was just people in general. Married people. Spouses have long split up a travel on girls' getaways and guy getaways. Now, look, if it's with a bunch of guys or a bunch of girls, I get that. My wife's on a trip right now with her girlfriend. Right. Cool. But if she starts leaving in her own to go on her own vacation... Uh, that's weird uh, to me. That's weird, yeah. I wouldn't be down with that. But now travel companies are saying, advisors and travel agents alike, saying that solo vacations are becoming a thing for people over 55. What, are you just fed up with the person you're with? No, I saw this I was going to say, yeah, what is that? Uh, I forget which Real Housewives it was. Don't judge me. Try to get past that part. But the woman who's rich and her husband's rich, he said... And her friends couldn't get past it either because she said, my husband's going on a trip to Vietnam for just a handful of days. Yeah, and they said, are, are you going with him? She's like, no, he's going by himself. And they said, that's weird. He said, no, I need to use my miles before they expire. And so they were like, well, why isn't she going with you? He you goes, oh, it's money. a quick turnaround. I'm just going to go. I love their bibimbap sandwiches. I'm just going to go there and eat the, these like... Um, Vietnamese cuisine and I turn around and I come right back and everyone's like that sounds fishy uh, if you got that kind of money though not necessarily I know rich folks are like I'm going to Paris for lunch I'll see you later it's well, like, these, oh, these okay. rich folks. The trend, this, this number is huge here. Listen to this. In 2023, people over 55 traveled without their significant other 46%. That's too really? much. Do they hate each other after a while? Is that what's going to happen? Uh, most, married so, most married solo travelers are women. Didn't you read me an article the other day that if the woman dies, the husband is forever upset and depressed? And if the man dies, you don't give a crap? You no, just go on? It just said, it didn't, <laughs> Rick's being exaggerated. Yeah. But He's what dead. So anyway, how was your day? <laughs> what the survey said was widows 
tend to be happier than widowers, so the women tend to be able to move on in better form than the man can if the, if their wife were to die. That's what the survey was. Well, huh. It just says women can move on better than or quicker. I don't know. I don't know if it was a speed I thing or not. I forbid my wife to date anybody or same. see anybody after I'm dead. Get in this casket with me. We're I'll going to back, heaven. Because I'll come back. I'll come back. <laughs> my dad says it to I my have mom blood all to the breathe. time. Yeah. Because he's like, wouldn't wouldn't you want me to be happy and have companionship? My mom's like, nope. I will knock over. No, my that was the opposite. My mom. My dad said he'll come back and knock over lamps and open doors and slam doors yeah. and knock things off tables. Yeah, absolutely. I'll shake your house. I'll bleed uh-huh. through the walls. It'll be all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, no, on. you're not. You can't move I'll on. I'll have that guy that says you're all going to die. Walk up. I'll hire him to go up to your door every day and say it. You know what I mean? You're going to die in there. Yeah. I, all of you, you are going to die. Yeah, you'll be shaking. My favorite meme is the one that said at my funeral, prop me up. I want to see who's rubbing my husband's back. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, uh, solo traveling is almost 50%. Mostly women, some men, but women prefer to travel alone if their husband's not interested in the trip. Uh, they're going anyway. Yeah. Really? It's, 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 that's tough. I mean, sometimes you just want to save a little money. This man I'm over not, here, not, I can't not, even she, with him. She was packing earlier now. She, wasn't, she didn't decide to she's, leave yet, but she, now, now she's, she's just leaving her stuff. Yeah, she, she doesn't even want to take it with her. No, she can't get out fast enough. She's in the car enough. right now. You'll see when you get home. Jeez. Travelocity presents the roaming alone gnome, extoller of solo vacations. Do you want to get away from it all? And by all, I mean your annoying family and loser friends? Well, you're not alone. Not yet, anyway. More Americans are vacationing alone than ever before. And the Roaming Alone Gnome is the perfect traveling companion for when you don't want one. It's like a romantic getaway with your true love. Table for one, please. From booking flights to choosing accommodations, you're on your own. No fighting over the window seat. And no weird looks over your disturbing taste in adult movies on the hotel TV. Trust Travelocity and the Roaming Alone Gnome to book your next solo excursion. Where every vacation felt is a selfie. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with a world gone crazy. Are we ready to get crazy? Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Sorry, my mouth is open because as I looked up from my one story, I saw another story that said hundreds pay tribute to 15-year-old surfer mauled to death in nightmare shark attack. Is that the the one in Australia? Good Lord. No, I don't know what it is. I'll have to get to the bottom of that one. Holy cow. I'm telling you, everything wants to kill you. Um, These are predictions about 2024 from 100 years ago. Let's see if any of these came true. Do we have any predictions? I got some scary music we could play, sort of like prediction-type scary ethereal music. Here we go. Is that the category you have it under? Yeah. Okay. Um, number one, beds would launch kids up and onto their feet in the morning. Why have we not come up with that? I don't know. Uh, our legs won't work anymore. Why? They said it by 2024, the muscles in our legs would have uh, atrophied from never being used thanks to the invention of cars. This was from 100 years ago. Okay, now, really? You can't use your car to go up the stairs to right. your apartment. Yeah, but some people use the little carts just to shop and sit there instead of walking up and down the aisles. Traveling to other planets would be easy and common. They were comparing it to crossing the Atlantic Ocean back in 1924. <laughs> Flying clothing? Someone said we'll be able to wear suits. You put it on and you fly like a jetpack. Well, that's already 
there, there's jetpacks, and there's right. also those guys you see on. Uh, what's I that? think they Ho- mean like a suit, though. You put it on, you're like, bye, honey, and off you go into the air. Yeah. Uh, um, hmm. Concerts would. You'll be- fly in our suit. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, concerts would be happening remotely. This one did happen. They predicted that bands would have to tour even if they didn't want to. Their live performances could reach people right at home. I guess that's like. You can log in and watch it on a website. Streaming, I, mean. I don't know. Um, we would run out of diamonds. Nah. New York City would have 30 million people and Canada would have 100 million. The, the whole country? New York City. No, I mean Canada would have uh, 100 million? Yeah. What's Canada now? 40 million. Oh. Mm. Jazz would be lumped in with classical music. Who cares? I hope not. Um, that would not happen. It's yeah, weird. One's entertaining, one's not. Men would stop wearing corsets. Well... <laughs> that they happened. did? I guess uh, they used to wear corsets back in 1924. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, there are compression shirts nowadays that men can wear. You were talking yeah. about your ab shirt the other day that you wanted to have. You mean the shirts that you buy from the gay b- Baby Gap that are too small, they just make you look like you got muscles because they're so tight? No, I guess they're like um, girdles for men, but over your stomach? I don't know. This girdles one. Spanks for men. Correct. They have those, though. Uh, I hope this doesn't happen. People will think radios are silly and old school. I think that's already there for some folks. Yeah. I mean, we're silly. All right. So this is um, this was on Fox Business and I saw this and it was an interview with a realtor because I have a lot of friends that are realtors and they were like, man, it's getting tough out there because nobody wants to buy houses. The average housing is just even rent is through the roof. It's just it's insane. So. Mm I'm going to play you two different things here. What I, want to, what I want you to hear first is the salary needed to qualify for most homes in the United States. What salary is needed to buy a home to afford a middle-class life today? Well, if we look at the average home in America, it's sitting around 400000 And at a 7% interest rate, you would need to make $100,000 with zero debt. No car payment, no student loans, no credit cards to have a shot at qualifying. If you do have a car payment, student loans, and credit card debt, which most Americans have, you're going to need more about 120 to 130,000 for a $400,000 home. So for the average American right now, statistically can only afford about a $250,000 home. And there's only a few places in America that still offer homes at that price. So what's happening at the moment is parents who have some money are helping their children. And that's the only way those children can get into a home of their own. Is that accurate? That is accurate if they're helping with the down payment, but if the child doesn't have the hundred or $120,000 salary to back it up, parents will not only have to help with down payment, but also co-sign if the, if the child doesn't make over a hundred grand for most metropolitan cities. Well, I mean, uh, it sounds to me like they're saying that we're not getting paid enough because that's not the case. The case is if you look at your check and what's happening- They're taking your money. They're stealing half your money. Right. All these people yeah. that make, you know, 90000 if they got $90,000 that they work for in their check... They'd be fine. They'd be fine, yeah. But they're only getting, what, sixty-five, seventy? I don't know, a lot less than that when you add everything up. I yeah. mean, it's the medical expenses now, too, out through the roof, but... uh but yeah, I mean, you know, it's shocking. You ever do the, if you ever do this? Well, I don't suggest you do it. I did it this year. I had to. What? I sat down. It's over fifty percent when you add everything. I'm talking about you average out the sales tax every time you buy something. You mm-hmm. do seven percent. So you take all your shopping and all your bills and everything, and just for the hell of it, add seven. You know, seven percent to see what's going out. That's taxes. Then your income tax, your, your federal income tax. We don't have state tax, but they make up for in other places like property tax, mm-hmm. tax on everything, fees for services. Your bank itself is taking money yep. from you. Yep. 
your cable. We don't have to get into the phone and cable, do we? No, but listen to this. So now the difference, this is one of those um, videos where a guy starts off saying something and a girl interjects and gives her opinion about what he's going to say. Um, she's a finance person. Listen to the difference of the cost of living between 1983 and and now in 1983 making $30,000 a year is equivalent equivalent to making $164,000 a year in 2023 or 2024 yes that's right in addition the middle class isn't dying the middle class is dead in 1950 the average household was making $3,000 the average house cost $5,000 so it wasn't too hard you had about 2.5 times the price of your annual salary would be what you could do to afford a car and a house nowadays people are making an average of $74,000 in household income and the average house is $450,000. So in order to be considered middle class, the bare minimum of middle class in America right now in 2024, you would be have to make $174,000. And that's not doing well. That's the bare minimum for middle class. Wow. Just, just imagine. Does that I mean, mean, I can collect some sort of free government assistance since they seem to be the ones taking it? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if they, if they wanted to fix everything, if they wanted to all of a sudden this country have an eruption of prosperity, I'm talking about historic prosperity where your life, every one of us, our lives would change. They take the federal income tax away completely. Yeah. How would government function? How would they give money to all the illegal Stop immigrants? Stop giving it to Ukraine, maybe. Yeah. Or they would do the same thing our country did before taxes were a thing because we left the UK to stop paying those and now we pay more than anyone on the planet. And that was an insurrection. That's how we came to be. Yeah. We left and then we're like, all right, I don't know. It's been like 40 years. Let's just start taking people's money. <laughs> That's what they did, man. Yeah, because, I mean, the government, anytime the government needed money, they had to ask you. Like, that's, you didn't almost necessarily didn't even need to vote. You voted with your money. So when the government needed to do something or wanted something done, they had to go to the citizens and be like, hey, you guys want to chip in for this or no? Yeah, because the first taxation was because of war, right? Was it World War I? Uh, yeah, yeah. World War One. they started taxing people. Then they, oh, no, they tried to do it during the Civil War. They started taxing people, and then they got rid of it. And then they tried to bring it back, and then everybody's like, dude, F you, and got rid of it again. And then they uh, they brought it back in 1913, Federal Reserve Act. Then they go, oh, wait, we don't need to ask the citizens for money. We're just going to borrow money from this whole group of bankers, and we'll put the American citizens on the, you know, you guys will be on the slip. So you guys are going to pay it back, but we're just going to borrow it. So it's like somebody else has the credit card, and you're paying. Professor Smokestack, Professor Smokestack, he's full of random tidbits and other useless crap. All right, moving on to Rachel. She says, I feel like I've heard this story so many times, and yet there is another one. Oh, boy. I've recently got engaged to the love of my life. Do you want to know where this is going? Can you guess? Um, Divorce? No. Oh. While I'm over the moon about the engagement, I'm underwhelmed about the ring. Oh, God. Wow. Another one of these. Here we go. It's not what I would have chosen myself. Doesn't feel like me. I don't want to seem ungrateful or materialistic. Should I speak up or just learn to love it? You might not want to seem ungrateful and materialistic, but this is coming off that way. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's a way to ask, you know, hey, um, you know, I really would rather have this shape or whatever. Is it okay with you? I mean, I don't think I wouldn't take that. Yeah, usually you talk about it first. The guy just goes and gets a ring really nilly. Hope she likes it. Like, you kind of. Guys are idiots when it comes to that stuff. I get it. Mm hmm. 
So, but what, usually, don't they ask what your taste is, or at least if they're just doing it out of a? You're talking gesture, about a very small would, percentage of men. I think most men are just dumb and or, go to they go to Costco or they go to Sam's. Go, hey, that ring looks good. It's only on one hundred nineteen dollars. Well, you, you can also have, ask for help. Like my husband took yeah. my mom with him. Yeah, I was say you go right to the friends and family. Easy. Yeah, and she knew what I what I I had always liked her ring. I never really had anything specific, but I always loved my mom's ring. And so Harold just took my mom with him when they went when he Why went ring shopping. You need to take her with you. Say, I'm getting your ring. You pick it out. You could do that too. I mean, whatever. And while we're here, get some prime rib. <laughs> but I told you I have this one. It's not even really friend, but I, ha- I have a girl that I know that the ring was all that mattered to her and she was such a brat about it and then she finally got engaged and she liked it but it wasn't quite the caliber she thought and her dumbass husband who was dumb enough to marry her so he was dumb enough to go return the ring oh. and get her the other it's just, I can't with any of that it's, I just can't why, why? why are people like that? I don't know um, Britney Spears is revealing in her, uh, you know, she had that book that came out. Is she revealing something else on Instagram? So, you know, she's naked all over Instagram, first of all. Yeah, hey, I know. And she was talking about how she was never allowed to eat anything that she wanted when she was still performing. Her dad would make make her eat boiled chicken and canned vegetables to make her stay thin. So when she got out of this conservatorship, she gained some weight because she was like, imagine being told no your entire life. And now I have freedom, so she would just go eat french fries and things like that and how much she loves food. But I know you have your weight loss thing that you're going to do in a little bit because Rick's lost 32 pounds. I don't know if you know that. It's pretty amazing. Um, But Britney Spears is going to help you lose weight as well. Hey, y'all. It's Britney Spears. Ready to lose weight the Britney way? Then get ready for the Britney conservativeship diet. How's it work? It's easy. It's chicken and a naked selfie for breakfast, chicken and canned veggies and a naked selfie for lunch, and a sensible piece of chicken and a naked video for dinner. Do I have to do the naked selfie thing? Well, that's the most important part of the diet, silly. You'll love the way you look on the Britney conservativeship diet. I lost eight pounds on the Britney conservativeship diet. I ate a ton of chicken and posted a ton of naked selfies. Unfortunately, my boss saw the pictures fired me on the spot. I guess it goes against the code of conduct. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anybody know anybody who's hiring? So what are you waiting for? Eat chicken and post naked selfies with a Britney conservative ship diet. Try it I today. Know. Crazy, right? Crazy talk. Hey, you're with Stupid News on the Rick Stacy Morning Show. Who's the stupid one now? With Jill and Smokestack. All right, so this family, you got to be careful when you order stuff. Thought they ordered 20 McNuggets from DoorDash, from McDonald's. Well, apparently they didn't order that. They ordered 20 of the 10-piece McNuggets, thinking they only ordered 20 McNuggets, and they got oh. 200 of them. Ooh, that's a happy day, though. Yeah. Whoopsie. Well, they don't sell the nuggets individually. No, you right. You 20, and they're like, I'll just take one. Yeah, well, never mind. I'll have 19 more. His wife said, you know, about her husband, yeah, you're not very detail-oriented. Duh. <laughs> Uh, they took it to a homeless shelter. Shelter. Oh, that's nice. That happened to me once during the pandemic, and I was ordering my groceries, and it has a picture of an orange. It doesn't say ten count or bag of. It was has a picture of an orange, and I clicked six, and when I got my delivery, I had six bags of oranges. <laughs> I was like, orange juice, anybody? Can a dog or a cat be allergic to you? That's actually a good question. According to Dr. Heather Heddington, an assistant clinical professor of dermatology at Cornell University of Veterinary Medicine, says our furry friends can have allergic reactions to different people. 
The three main categories of allergies seen with dogs and cats are flea allergies, food allergies, and environmental allergies. Eddington told Live Science an allergy to humans could fall in the category of environmental allergies. Fortunately, for many pets and animal lovers, allergy symptoms in pets are typically very mild or just, you know, a little dandruff on the hair. Mm -hmm. I got that with the cats. They can be allergic um, to something you wear, something you spray yeah. on yourself. Yeah. Or air fresheners, I've heard. Yep. And uh, real bad for cats. What are those things called? The uh, Roma, the, what's that stuff people burn in their house? Um, happy sense. What's that stuff called? Little... Incense? No, 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 no. The not not burn. Yeah, what's that called? Like the, the glade the plugins? Essential oils. Oh. Not good. Not essential for cats. No, not good. Tyree Chan- Champman, yeah, hold on, okay. back up. Tyree Chapman, 22, escaped from the Bessemer City Jail about 7 p.m. January 12th. He'd been jailed since December 29th on multiple misdemeanor charges. He was taken back in custody January 17th after leading law enforcement on a chase in Georgia, in Atlanta to be specific. Details of Chapman's Alabama escape weren't immediately available, but we do know when police found him, they found him in an interesting spot. We just had a guy that was hiding in a dryer. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer the dryer. Where was this guy? This guy buried himself in the bottle, bottom of all the garbage in a dumpster. Oh. Uh, I guess when you're running- stinky. No one will think to look here. Now when- they found you, and now you stink. <laughs> yeah. When you don't want to go back to jail, you'll do anything, I guess. He concealed himself inside garbage. Well, they say it's not fun at jail. Dripping garbage. Gross. Yeah. All right, so speaking of garbage, I used to eat a lot of garbage. Yeah, you did. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I went to a doctor because um, I was going for something else. Yeah, you go every week. Every week. I have a subscription. So, (laughs) went to the doctor and he says, well, you got to lose a little weight because I've gained a lot of weight over time. Losing weight will really solve a lot of problems, believe it or not. Yeah, health, it does. Health problems. Oh, I feel great. So the thing Good. was, though, my doctor, which I see now, back then I was like, well, maybe, uh, was all about a Zempic or the the fake Zempic. What's that called? Wagovi or uh, Warcraft, some glutide. Yeah, they wanted to do that. I was like, really? They really? were going to give goes, you that? Yeah, and then, then, first of all, he's not the boss of me, so he goes, well, he goes, I'll tell you what. I'll give you 30, 40 days to see how you do it on your own. And if you're not progressing, then uh, we'll put you on the Ozempic. And I was like, you're giving me 30, 40 days. You're giving me permission not to take the drugs that you're profiting off of from Pfizer? Yeah, I'm not taking that. Is it from Pfizer? Uh, Probably. So no, yeah, I'm not going to take that. Man, people are happy taking pills. It kills me. Uh -uh. Yeah, I would. Go ahead. No, I just, the pills like... they make me feel some type of, like, I can feel when I take certain medication. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to be in that fog just to be another type of way that I could get there without that. I went to this doctor. I had a doctor in DeBerry. His name was Dominguez. He moved back to Miami with his family, but he was like 80 years old. And I'm going in there for, I figure, it was a checkup. It was a one, once a year, like you do, once a year checkup. I know he does, he, that's a foreign he, thing to him. It's not foreign. Yeah, I just, yeah, one polyp away and you'll okay, be Okay, your car works fine. He's take it to the mechanic. I don't know. Take a look at it. You change the oil, don't you? Yeah. Well, anyway, so I went to him and he was like, how many pills are you taking? He's Cuban. Mm -hmm. So I said, I don't know, one. He goes, one? You should be taking eight or more. What? Why? He was semi-joking, but he wasn't. Well, that's what, when I had my heart issue, they were like, well, we can do this procedure thing or you could just be on blood thinners and heart medication the rest of your life. I'm like, nope, not interested in that. What do you got to do? Put a tube in my heart, burn the inside of it, go for it. Knock yourself out. (laughs) I don't want to be in medicine the rest of my life. Whatever you got to do, do it. So, yeah, so the uh, doctor was pushing the Ozempic on me. I said no, so I lost the weight on my own. And then, of course, now I get all I get is like, because everybody 
thinks you're now everybody thinks you're either on Ozempic or you're on some kind of diet plan where you're paying three hundred dollars a day to have some guy mm. bring you food in a box. You know, <laughs> you know what's so funny too is me and one of our coworkers, who's one of my best friends next door, we were chatting about it. And we're like. Everybody knows how to lose weight. Like, you know it's calories in versus calories out. Some people just don't want to. Like, I know exactly how, again, my metabolism is what it used to be, but I used to be able to go run two and a half miles a day, and weight, weight would just fall off of me, just from running. Why are you running so far? That was like when I was 18, 20. <laughs> now that I'm 47, it doesn't really work that way. But you just have to not eat garbage. You can't eat sugar, a, hunt, a ton of sugar. I mean, it's all about balance, but at Why the don't same you time. shut the hell up? I know. <laughs> Smoke wants to be able to eat pizza out of the garbage can and have nobody judge him. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's terrible. But really, you can do this on your own. And uh, I'm not a doctor, and I don't pretend to be one, but I do know this works. Yeah, because don't you notice when you lose weight or a larger... Because 32 pounds is a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Don't you notice that the first thing people say is, how'd you do it? Exactly. They figure it's something that you paid for or some drug. Why don't you shut the hell up? No, no, there's (laughs) actually a way to do it. It's a new year, and you want to have a new you. Well, check out my new diet system, the Rick Stacy Don't Eat So Much Shit Diet. I stopped eating so much shit myself, too, and turns out I lost 12 pounds. You can do it just like that. And if you purchase the level two Rick Stacy Stop Eating So Much diet system, I'll actually help you out personally. So, Susie, what are you having there? Oh, I'm just having a little lunch. It's not that bad. It's just a cheeseburger with some cheese and Get fries. And no, Get, I want no, that. No, drop it. But it's Let go, Susie. Let go of the plate. Let, Let me go eat the it, plate. Don't make, I'm almost that. finished. Here at the Rick Stacy Institute of Stop Eating So Much shit, our researchers discovered that people who gain weight eat a lot of I used to eat everything inside. Cheeseburgers, my dog's food, it was terrible. But thanks to the Dick Tracy Institute, I stopped eating so much all the time. So order today and stop eating so much tomorrow. And if you order this program right now, it'll come with my new book, Stop Ordering So Much Hi, yes, I'm going to order the spaghetti platter with extra Parmesan cheese. Whoa, and wait, 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 some... wait, wait, no, no, no. Give me that. Give me that. Give me the menu. I just want a little no, garlic no, give bread me the menu. Side. Give me the menu. Let go of my shirt sleeve. Thank you. She's going to have the steamed broccoli with the boiled chicken. Blech. So order my new program, Stop Eating So Much Today. Not to be confused with my old program, Stop Talking So Much Say Habla Espanol. Wait a minute. Who are you? Rick's Daisy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Children, get out of this room immediately. On 105.9 Sunny FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 